Hello, 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 and hello. I am Optimus Prime calling you from. Hello to anyone that is listening. I am the guy that waffles on about our true history. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to get the little camera thing set there. Um, so, yes, I am that guy. I'm not sure why it's going funny. There we are, that's better. Uh, Sylvia's wrote, hi. Hi, Sylvia, how are you doing? hope you're well. I don't know where you are, but uh, it's uh, 6.30 here in the evening. And uh, I was about to watch Uncharted, but uh, I couldn't seem to get it. I've got a projector, and I couldn't seem to get it to work on my projector for some reason, so I've given up on that for the moment and thought I'd come and do a little live. Um, Chicago, oh, I'm not sure what the time frame is there, but I'm guessing it's in the morning. Um, Matt has wrote, hi, hi, Matt. Uh, welcome. I don't know if you've heard me before. I don't recognize your little graphic. So, um, but hopefully, um, you've at least watched one of my videos to give you a clue of who I am and what I talk about. So as usual, I will start waffling on about, um, a particular subject and um and then when someone asks a question i will dive in and hopefully answer it so um mika's joined as well hi mika how you doing um thank you for the hearts uh so okay so i was just going to go through the anarchy again uh, oh sorry someone's wrote uh captain has wrote the truth is out there uh, do you know i think um, X-Files done a wonderful thing for us, you know, for the people that wanted to learn a bit about the truth and to open the minds up of people. I know we've got programs like Stranger Things, etc., but um, the X-Files, there was an actual guy um, that worked for the CIA and he lost his briefcase with all his notes in and then uh, quite a few months later, the, the pilot episode comes out of... Uh, the X-Files, and he seems to think that it might have been his briefcase with his image, because he was sort of the Mulder character uh, for real. So, yeah, he lost his, his briefcase with all the stuff in. So uh, if, if, you know, if you watch the X-Files, every now and then there's snippets of stuff that is, is actually accurate, especially the last season. Um, uh, Matthew's, uh, sorry, I was just scrolling down. Uh, Cliff has wrote, hi, mate, from New Zealand. Love you. Ah, oh, thank you. Um, I'm not, <laughs> it's not, I love it when people say that, but obviously I have to keep adding that little bit that, you know, this is just my research. Please do your own, just because I don't want people to think that I'm, you know, that I think that I am, um, you know, it. Uh, I'm not, I know there's things I still, you know, probably get wrong and still learning stuff and forgotten stuff. So, um, yeah, just because uh, just because I talk about it doesn't mean I'm always right. Um, however, compared to some of the others, I think I'm right. Obviously, there's there's some fantastic ones out there, but there's some some uh, ones that ride on the coattails of some of these other great researchers, and that's really sad. Uh, Matt's wrote cool, um, and Peach has joined. Hi, Peach. Um, how you doing? Uh, just scrolling down. I, I, D, I wonder if I'm the only one who witnessed Bigfoot and a UFO in the same spot the same night. Well, 
<laughs> this thing, I'm glad you. I'm absolutely glad you've come on. Because if if you've listened to any of my podcasts or videos or anything, I always say Bigfoot's an alien creature. It's not from Earth, and the amount of witnesses that have seen Bigfoot and alien together, um, little greys, um, coming in and out of crafts, um, you know the craft picking up the the Bigfoot. <coughs> So you are not alone, uh, which is fantastic because, you know, people are starting to probably think oh, I'm a bit crazy when I keep saying Bigfoot's an alien and is seen with aliens. So to have someone that's actually said they've seen one, um, or I know you're saying a UFO, but the chances that um, that Bigfoot just so happens to be around at the same time as a UFO, if they're not related, is, is you know, from your point of view, but yeah, they are. They're not the ones on Earth, though. The ones that are stuck here are from a prison ship, approximately, in my guesstimation, ten thousand years. Um, they've been here. Um, but the other ones that left them, because obviously they're relations to prisoners, and so the other Bigfoot didn't didn't obviously bother coming picking them up. Um, so these other ones are the ones that get seen with the. Um, UFOs and uh, little greys, etc. So I'm so glad that you've uh, said that. So no, you're trust me, you're not the only person that's seen it. Um, JP Bridges wrote upstate in New York. Wow, we get, a, we get quite a crowd. See, this is the thing with the subjects or these subjects is it's not you know designed just for the UK. It's not designed for just America. Russia has Christmas how many sightings, etc. But not a lot of info gets out from Russia, and the other thing is, not many people speak Russian that will what will be willing to translate it. So that's why it's unfortunately from from our side, it's all sort of English speaking countries. Uh, Jimmy's wrote, "What are your thoughts on the on Malta and their elongated skulls?" Well, Jimmy, um, I do not know if you know this, but um, <clears throat> there was a program called In Search of Aliens where. Uh, Giorgio Tecolocalos went to and he actually got the I'm sure you know this he got the um, skull from the museum and he asked them to to show it to him and the skull was actually at the back of the museum uh, you know not on show so anyway cut a long story short she showed it to Giorgio and he said why is it not on show and he said oh we haven't got round to it even though they've had it for, for nearly a hundred years. Um, and he's like, you know, there's missing sutras and there's this and there's that. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And he's going, well, the first thing I would have done was, was tested it. She goes, well, it's possibly contaminated now with all of us moving it around, picking it up. So that's that. But, and you're going to hate me for this. I've got a Patreon page, uh, patreon.com and then outro history. And I have done an update video on that, and um, I, I I can't obviously I'm, it's on there for the Patreons to watch, so I can't give out the information here. But it's phenomenal. The fact it carries on from that museum basically right up to to, to you know this year. So there's some phenomenal information now about that. Um, but unfortunately, I, I know it's really sad, but I have put it on there for the Patreons to watch. Normally I do loads of videos, but, um, there's some things that I, I've done just for the Patreon. So, but yes, I do. I totally think that those skulls, especially after, if you watch the, uh, 
the new update and it's not just me updating it's it's actually i've got footage of i can't spoil it but um yeah so i totally agree that they are sorry i'm just moving musicians they are um genuine salvatore's wrote hi there glad to see glad to be here as always hi salvatore Grays has wrote to uh, jason hi i've been abducted i know it sounds back shit um i don't know who jason is but uh um, always interested to hear people's abductions. Captain has wrote, Sasquatch are too real and beyond coincidence that they are found uh, on almost every continent. Well, funny enough, they're not, really. I know people say that. They're not. People even said they were in England. They're not. Um, what's happened is they've, they're have they in the United States of America and then they um, there was a land bridge about 10,000 years ago, which would have allowed them to cross over to Russia and the Himalayas and so on and so on. So that's actually where it is. I mean, if you go, if you ask people in Malta, have they got a Bigfoot? No. If you ask people in um, Iraq, no. Uh, well, where are they? Well, really, they're actually only in. I know you're going to then say, well, what about Australia with the Yowie? Technically, um, if the Yowie is real, and obviously there's, Unlike the Bigfoot, there's hardly any pictures of the Yowie or video footage or sounds or anything of the Yowie. But if the Yowie is... Now, bear in mind, there are bush people out there. That's why, why it's called the bush. Um, but if the Yowie is real, then it doesn't seem to be the same type as a Bigfoot. So there's a, there seems to be a difference to it, which makes me lead to, leads me to believe it is a different um creature and i'll be doing videos when i get to australia on the differences between that and bigfoot but yeah i know people say they're on every continent but you know france got one no uh you know you could just pick india no nope. uh, so i it's just unfortunate that people put that on the internet that they're around every continent but they're they're kind of not really they're only really you know russia himalayas tibet and obviously, along one side of America. Um, uh, IIDs wrote, it was Kansas, just saying. I think that was to do with... Uh, I'm just scrolling back now to try and find what you said. Uh, oh, the, the UFO and the Bigfoot. Um, yeah, Kansas. Um, I've never been there, but I've watched enough documentaries, etc., to know that uh, Bigfoots are around there. Matt's wrote, Bigfoots like Chewbacca. Well, actually, if you go along the assumption that Spielberg, bearing in mind he was talking to Jacques Vallée, who was the godfather of ufology, um, it, you know, and he made Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and then you've got George Lucas creating a Wookiee that just so happens to look like a Bigfoot as opposed to the other way around, that is flying around in crafts as an alien, and then you got you know Spielberg knows, and if Spielberg knows, you can probably guarantee that George Lucas knows because bear in mind George Lucas was the one that wrote the the Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Um, he wrote um, obviously Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was about the Ark. I know it's technically not the same as, um. But George Lucas also wrote Star Wars and Space and stuff like that. So, yeah, they I think they are fully clued up. I mean, I could go on about E.T. and um, the fact that Project Serpa was based 
or, or Closing Candles was based on a thing, real thing called Project Serpo. Clifford's wrote, do you like Graham Hancock work? We are a real civilization of with amnesia. Um, so there's, Graham Hancock does some fantastic work, absolutely fantastic work. Um, I think he, I think when people say we're a civilization of amnesia, I think what they've done is not put the dots together. And again, I don't want to sound big headed or anything, but when you add all, everything together and the fact that the Anunnaki used seven nuclear weapons and they did, and we've even got evidence of them doing that, not only have they wrote about it, but we've actually got the evidence of these nuclear weapons. Um, what, what happened after the nuclear weapons is it also in the Bible where the wind blows and, um, you know, eyes rot and the flesh rots, etc. That was actually um, the description from the Sumerian tablets, which was actually the one of the nuclear weapons where the wind changed direction and actually came back towards um, Mesopotamia. And so they bugged out and obviously it went across Egypt and everyone bugged out or died. So the Anunnaki m- moved off, but the people that did die obviously ended up being spoken about in um, in the Bible as well as the tablets. So what happened is when they when they all left, while the radiation was still around, and, and it describes it in the tablets, and if you read the Bible properly as the way it should be read, obviously they got things wrong, but instead of god creating a plague it wasn't a plague it was because obviously they don't know what radiation poisoning was um so they they all left that whole area for at least a thousand years so i you know i struggled to remember what i had for dinner yesterday a thousand years later when people start going back there oh what's this what's that oh don't know and that's all it is it's so it's not a civilization with amnesia we've not all been brainwashed or anything like that it's just literally over time you know i don't know what my my parents done in the in the 50s or whenever but i certainly wouldn't know what my grandparents done or my great grandparents done <laughs> you know so imagine a thousand years that's like nearly 10 generations of people growing up having no idea what went on before uh, other than these these tablets, so yeah, that's all it was. So I, that's why I say Graham Hon- Hancock's great at s- a lot of things, but when if someone says that we're a civilization with amnesia, technically we're not. Um, it's just that area. It just makes sense as well. Um, uh, your thoughts on the lockdown in Asian countries from Salvatore? Um, I have to be careful what I say. I, I, I think they're they're. My guess is what's going to happen is they'll let people out, where they're putting up fences and whatever else. They'll let people out for a short period, and then when, when the time comes for the governments or the elites to do what they need to do to us, um, those things will be locked back up again, and you know, then these. Um, <sighs> these devices that they put in last year, you know, the ones, the big tall towers, when they switch that to a certain frequency, um, those poor people will be as well as all the others, but those ones will be trapped inside their tombs with the, the fences and stuff. And that's just the way that particular country's handling it. 
Um, you know, over here we have on our CDC, which is our government official website, set, uh, last year they was putting up things about uh, zombies, you know, if you're having a zombie attack. So they're, they're slowly gearing up to something bad. Maestro, what is the specific punishment for unveiling yourself by the six? Unveiling yourself by the six. Um, not sure what that's actually referring to. Sorry. Um, yeah, and that's got me on that one. Sorry. Uh, IIDs wrote, also Bigfoot was incredibly taller and larger than the footage I've seen. Um, so the, 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 the height range generally is eight to 10 foot, um, which is remarkably tall when you actually stand next to something that's 10, that's 10 foot. You just think, oh my God, that's massive. But, you know, at a distance, it's really hard to see, um, this, you know, the scale of something, unless you're actually got it standing beside something that you can. So if it's in a, in a forest, for example, it's really hard to sort of make out the exact size compared to it standing next to a car, for example. But yeah, so I don't know, uh, what size you saw, but, um, you know, there are small ones, young ones, and then there's obviously the older ones. Uh, Mick has wrote, any native stories on Bigfoot's origins, home planet, purpose, age? Um, so their planet supposedly, supposedly, is called Nermina. Uh, don't ask me how you spell that. Um, that's pretty much all I know about them in terms of other than, you know, that they, they do travel in this along you know, in in space with, with other aliens. Um, I don't know how old their race is, where they come from. <sighs> Nothing really. It's um, as much as I would like to, because that's my, one of my favourite subjects. Peaches wrote, how long would it take for the Anunnaki to readjust being back on their own planet? Um, so they actually got dizzy here. I was rereading again um, this morning and... Um, just before I come home. Uh, so they did actually get dizzy and they were here. Um, give me a sec. Let me just work out the, the amount of years they would have been here and still got dizzy. Um, it was right up to when, um, when at, uh, Anzu was stealing the tablets of destiny, which was, Oh, uh, it's got to have been coming up to a hundred to nearly nearly a hundred thousand years on on earth and they'd still complain that they were getting dizzy because of earth's cycle uh, you know the night day night day that's what it was in the lost book of enki um so i can imagine they they um in other words, they they were having issues here, so I can imagine they probably settled back in quite well back on the beer if they were still. It's not like us, you know, like we spend a few days in you know in another country getting acclimatized and uh, sleep pattern, and then we're fine. Even if even if it's you know five hours difference, we end up you know within a few days really, you know, being fine with it. But they were here for nearly a hundred thousand it could be between 50 to 100 it's, I, I i didn't actually write down the the thing but yeah so um so I, I think they'd be fine going back um join has wrote 
have any knowledge on the Phoenix resets? I've not heard of the Phoenix resets. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you're not referring to the Phoenix lights incident. Um, so I don't know what the Phoenix resets is. Sorry. Uh, Crazy has wrote, what do you think about the inner earth? Is it real home of other beings? So my take is that it's um, got got chasms in the inner earth. So it's not like what we all think it is. It's just absolutely huge chasms where there's gaps between the rocks that were forming to create the planet. Um, now, if you go along with the whistleblowers, they say that there's, um, depends who you listen to, that there's definitely life in there. There's green grass, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then some whistleblowers say that there is little creatures in there, um, humanoid ones and some other whistleblowers say there's sentient beings that actually fly the spacecrafts and they come out of the the earth etc so out of all of them my take would be um there's an inner earth with creatures but none of them can fly spaceships around uh none of them are, are like us they're, they're more like you know just creatures like the tubercarp Chubacabra, however you pronounce that, um, Mothman type things that may have escaped through a crack when we have, um, you know, earthquakes or or they just found the way because obviously there's a way in for people to be able to get in there. Um, so, yeah, so I do think it's real. I mean, it's not just me. Again, it's different um, countries um, dating back hundreds of years that also have named the inner earth. Uh, different names for them in different countries so yeah there's, there's i think there's definitely something in there i mean there's caves now so we've got some great massive caves but you know deep under we will probably find chasms uh grazers wrote jason do you want me to forward my story to you by email um unfortunately i'm not jason if that's what you're referring to uh but i'll take that name because i have i do go by many um I've not done a Jason, I don't think. Um, I've done Jamie. I've done all sorts of names. Um, but if you've, if you, I've got um, on my website, I've got a bit where there's podcasts, and I do invite people to give me an audio, even if it's video, I'll just take the audio from it um, of their stories, and I put them on my website's podcast page for other people to listen to so if you if you want to do that i'm more than happy just go to uh, outruehistory.co.uk and you will see um a contact me page and just click on that and then just um email me the email address is there uh, i don't know if you've got a pen and a piece of paper but it's outruehistory at hotmail.com uh, so if you want to do that that'd be cool um, while I'm doing an advert, uh, I have got um, the card game. Our True History card game is now complete and is ready for sale. Or is for sale on the website. So if anyone's interested in a card game, two to five players, five years and up. And no, it doesn't mean it takes you five years and up to complete it. It means five years and older to play it. Um, very simple game. Um, you choose who you know. If there's more than two of you playing, you choose who you want to attack. There's different stats, quite straightforward, and you've got special moves, and you can choose who you want to attack and what you want to attack with. And 
Um, if you're successful and you beat the other person, they have to pick up two cards and you obviously get rid of the card that you was using and the object of the game is to get rid of all your cards first. And it's not as easy as that because if there's more than two of you playing, people gang up on people and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's quite a fun game. Um, so it's available on my website, altruhistory.co.uk and it's also available on eBay. Uh, but if you're not in the UK and you do want it, buy it from the website because the eBay UK doesn't allow people to buy it from abroad. Or if it does, it stings you for postage. Whereas on the website, it's just I think it's just an extra pound or something like that for the for the overseas postage. Um, Peaches wrote, "Did the Anunnaki ever come to the UK?" Um, yes, but very briefly. Um, you can probably guess where. Um, I'll, I'm doing the map. I am actually doing it. I've started it. And um, so if those of you that are interested, I have got a massive map. And <laughs> you've got a line that goes, for example, from Nibiru to Earth or to Eridu, for example, for the first. And then it says, Alleluia, Alleluia, 453 point six hundred years ago so it's given you the, the time frame and then when um uh enki came it's it actually goes from nibiru to mars because they stopped at mars to fill up their craft of water and yes there's water on or was water on mars at that point and then they came to eridu so um so the map's showing you, and then then it carries on with who turned up where, and then I do a close-up of different areas such as Mesopotamia and who was in Sapir and who was in um, Eridu and who was in Ur and who was in da-da-da, and at what times they left there and went somewhere else and da-da-da. So it's, it's a huge undertaking, but um, I don't think anyone's ever done anything cl- close to that. Uh, Salvatore wrote, would you know the purpose of the little greys that the military created? Um, it's, that's a good question. <laughs> had to be you, didn't it? Um, that's a good question. Um, I don't know the purpose, but they, the, 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 the logic for me would be a, to kidnap people and blame aliens. So even though it's our aliens, they could still kidnap people. B, the little greys that, that the uh, tall whites control, shall we say, they have telepathic abilities. So could the military be using these greys as a telepathic means to um, to talk to people somehow? But no, I don't know the, the full answer um, to that. Chaz's wrote, information is okay. It's the providence of the evidence that's important. Uh, yes, which is why when I, when I talk about the Anunnaki and there's stone tablets, you can't get much better than that. So you're right, yeah. Um, uh, you know, Bigfoot has the footprints and stuff like that and the vocal cord sounds. and So you put all that together. You know, you've got to remember, in a preponderance of evidence in a courtroom, and certainly in America... Um, if you had all the eyewitnesses that said that they've seen uh, a Bigfoot, the, the, you know, bang to rights, you'd, you'd win the case. If you had all the people that seen a UFO, 
bang to rights. If you had, um, you you get where I'm going with that. So yeah, um, evidence is important. Um, uh, just scrolling down. Hood has wrote, "Do you think the Anunnaki is coming back to Earth in 2022?" Unfortunately, um, no. Basically, what it is is some person i was going to call them a numpty but they're selling books so let's be fair to them they're, they're well done but they've just knocked up a book that says anarchy's coming back in 2022 and everyone's then jumped on board with that um <laughs> the anarchy are already dealing with our military uh there's they're not gonna even if they come back they're not gonna come back and land their craft anywhere in a populated area because they'll probably be shot at so, so they're not you know they're not daft they're smarter than us um so they're not going to come back and the thing is that you know since the 80s i've heard it three or four times that the anarchy are coming back coming back coming back and they never did um so what you'll find is you know that same author will probably change that book title to, for 2025 and then cash in again so good luck to them but um unfortunately there's no evidence whatsoever they're going to be coming back um uh just scrolling down uh mike's right what about the egyptian plagues um yeah it's the same as the bible unfortunately the plagues um i am going through egypt at this moment in time um i'll, I'll be doing moses shortly um i keep putting things back but uh Sorry, I was trying to let the dog out. Um, so, yeah, the Egyptian plagues literally are the same as the Bible plagues where they are actually to do with the Anunnaki. Um, so, I yeah, I should um, I should really do in-depth videos on those, you know, the locusts and all that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, the Anunnaki don't talk about it, so it's down to the... Down to the you know, the Egyptians, but of course the Egyptians do write, um, things. There's, there's normally more than one version of the same story in the Egyptian time. So it's, it does make it a bit difficult. Um, but no, I, I should do that. Shouldn't I? I should, uh, break that down for people. Chaz has wrote, where can we find evidence of these nuclear weapons? Uh, India, um, has evidence and, um, uh, Egypt uh, has evidence. So if you just type in ancient nuclear weapon in Egypt or ancient nuclear weapon in India, you'll find the evidence. Um, Hombo has wrote L-M-O-A-O, which is laugh my off, um, because I'm guessing it wasn't something funny I've said. I'm guessing you... Uh, have not done i did a video for you actually two videos back scroll back the one where it says um uh, the reason why there's no aliens is because people don't research so i actually did that just for you so um feel free to go and watch that susie's joined hi susie um this was only supposed to be a short short one tonight um because i was so i'll be quick um uh, thank you for joining us, Susie. Uh, Dusty's wrote giants in the North Pole. Now, there's people out there that say um, that Greenland has, you know, a craft underneath it, etc., etc. But 
every evidence that I've ever listened to and, and looked into suggests that it was the uh, Antarctica as opposed to Greenland. Um, so I'm not sure where this person's got that information from. Even the you know heads of military uh, heads of the, the certain countries went to the to Antarctica in 2012. So um, uh, so going back to your question of giants in the North Pole. Now, supposedly, um, the people that um, found the Kandahar giant in Afghanistan seem to believe, um, and when I say found it, the military, um, seem to believe that there might be more in a tunnel system that goes around the planet. Now, is that part of the Shambhala? inner earth i don't know or was that just a one-off cave in afghanistan i don't know but they seem to think that there's a, a cave system which the giants used um so if that's the case then it's possible that antarctica did have giants there um now obviously the giants did um flee uh certainly mesopotamia to start with and um moved off um now supposedly at this point in time antarctica is losing a lot of ice um some people say that there's now patch whole patches in the middle where there's there's no ice whatsoever it's hard to say because obviously no one's allowed to go there because of the craft that's under the ice or, or now maybe thawed out i don't know uh maybe they deliberately thawed it out and that's why there's no ice um so going back to the giants in, in the North Pole, chances that they would have survived from, you know, let's say 10,000 years ago when the giants were around, you know, that's when they first, say 11,000 years ago, uh, give or take, um, you know, just before the flood, um, which is why people say the flood was to take them out. But... Um, you know, so to survive that long, certainly in a, in a cold environment with very little food, I mean, polar bears struggle. So um, I don't know, I, I doubt it, in my opinion. Um, Witt has wrote, what's your thoughts about Flat Earth? Is it true? Um, I, I can hear all the people screaming at me now. So I have had other people ask that question. I've gone into great depths and, you know, literally the no one can answer my questions. I've done videos asking people, flat earthers, you know, please just answer this simple question. You know, show me a picture of the edge. And they can't. They cannot do it. They they point me to Antarctica and I say, All right, what about the what about behind Australia? Show me the edge behind Australia. And they come out with like twenty different versions of stories just to fit, you know, the military. Oh well, you can't go there because of the military. All right, hundred years before the military then, when we had cameras and boats, where's the edge oh well you can't get there because uh, there's a storm there it's just ridiculous so no we're, we're the um lost book of enki talks about um us being a ball as well as other planets being a ball so um yeah sean's wrote hello all hi sean uh what's your takes on giants m dow has asked um yeah, I think they they were definitely real. The Anunnaki were eight to twelve foot tall themselves. Um, so when they had children with the humans, um, 
I think some of those, some of those, not all of them, some of them had gigantism, but of course the gigantism having your parent, one of your parents already, you know, um, eight to, to 12 foot tall is going to make that gigantism absolutely massive. So yes, um, you know, and yes, it may have killed the, the parent and childbirth, but it may not have because uh, some of the parents that have had children end up being over eight foot tall just gave had a normal birth so um and there's you know there's other evidence out there i've done quite a few videos on giants so yeah i do think they were they were here um so if you want to watch those videos feel free to do so sean has wrote why do they have different soil oh sorry soul is that a soil oh right sorry yeah why do they have different soil in the amazon jungle it's highly different soil to around the world so yeah i think he was asking me that yesterday wasn't he and i'd literally my battery died right at that moment um now the the amazon supposedly they've done lidar tests and seem to think that there's actually another um uh you know city civil not when i say civilization doesn't mean different than human it means um you know buildings and stuff as structures underneath the amazon which leads me to believe that the amazon was probably partly flooded as well when the great flood happened and the silt and dirt from the bottom of the ocean came up and uh, buried it just as the abzu all the dirt and mud um from south africa that got swished along um ended up burying all their buildings that they had there and so the buildings are still there just under new sediment and and mud etc and i think the same probably would have happened with the amazon because the stories of the flood is you know china talks about it india talks about it so it wasn't um you know a localized thing you know a little bit of water here you know it, it was a global um thing so that's my take on it i might be wrong but that's that's my take on it uh tick has wrote is he reading questions from another platform no sorry anyone that's listening um i obviously you join and you you can't see the previous questions probably but um no i do take my time to give people if they took the time to write the question i will try and answer it the best of my abilities within a decent time frame but yes i'm always behind sorry salvatore could we still use some actual aegu walking among us since they live long possibly but again they were um they were anarchy so they would have been eight to twelve foot tall as well um and i was rereading the um lost book of enki and the name given to the ayugi was actually given to them um when the anarchy were called the anarchy so you, it breaks it down that the ones, those that came from heaven to earth were the ones that was on earth. And the Yugi was called the Watchers. Well, there was another name, longer, slightly longer name, but basically it's the Watchers. Um, they watch what's going on, for example, because they were on the away station on Mars. So although I still think that they were the younger Anunnaki, which makes sense, um, especially as Anzu was their commander, um, that's what they were, which is why the Watchers ended up being the Fallen Angels and so on and so on. So it all absolutely makes sense. Um, but I don't think they would be walking among us because they would be too tall. We would have seen them. 
Chazers wrote to Wit. Sorry you wrote. It is true. Maybe I read it wrong. Sorry, so that's someone chatting to someone. Uh, Cliff has wrote, wow, makes sense. Maybe that's why they buried Gobekli Tepe to preserve it um, 10 to 11,000 years ago. Um, I have a feeling that also got flooded. Um, you know, it's not a million miles away from um, where other places got flooded. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Tepe means mound, so it was probably slightly higher than some other places, which is why we ended up finding bits of it to start with. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think a lot of places got literally flooded. I mean, the description was as, as high as the sky. Um, so and it was the tsunami that caused it with with the massive ice shelf breaking off of Antarctica uh, and sliding into the water, which um, was obviously devastating around the world. Um, sorry, just... Scrolling back, uh, uh, Peaches replying to someone about who reads out the questions. Uh, sorry, I wish there was an easier way of doing it, but of course, if I just said yes, aliens, no aliens, yes, Bigfoot, no Bigfoot, you'd all get bored. Well, not bored, but you'd all think I'm making up crap. Uh, Klutz has wrote, uh, wrote, Do you like Bob Lazar? Um, don't know him personally, um, but everything that I've looked into him, and I have looked into him a lot, even when it first broke um, back in the 80s, even though I didn't have um, internet back then, uh, we used to have these magazine things that people would uh, produce and, and have stories in them. So that's how I found that over here in the UK about uh, Bob Lazar. And I kind of followed as much as I could. And I think he's totally genuine. Um, absolutely totally genuine in my opinion uh kids has wrote does it have its own sea or sun um i'm guessing you're referring to nibiru so the descriptions of the emu release doesn't so there's old text basically uh, ancient text cuneiform tablet text um doesn't say it's got its own sun however um, there are people that say we should have been a binary star system, meaning we should have two suns um, in our solar system. Um, s now, some people say that Nibiru comes round with a dead dwarf star. Uh, in other words, a burnt out star. Now, that's hard for me to imagine because when you when you read the Imbrilish, you realise that the, their planet... At, came from out of our solar system and then smashed into Tiamat, which was another planet in between um, uh, uh, Jupiter and Saturn, I think. Um, smashed into that, which then created Earth and the Moon and the Asteroid Belt, according to the ancient texts. So if it come from another planet, that means it would have had that burnt out unless it luckily grabbed this burnt-out star, dwarf star, that's already here, and then sucked it round in its atmosphere, uh, you know, in its orbit. Um, otherwise, it would have had to have brought that in with it. Now, it did have four moons. They didn't call them moons. They actually named them. Everything's got a name. Um, 
so is it possible that there was a dead dead star with it coming round? Yes. Is it possible that um, after they bashed into Tiamat, broke Tiamat, and then ended up in their elliptical orbit, that they had um, that they sucked up our binary dead dwarf star? It's possible as well. So. Yeah, um, and they're going back to the sea or sun. Yes, they have. They do have water. Um, they sw- they do know how to swim. Um, their water tastes different to ours. Um, our fruit again. I was reading this again this morning. Uh, our fruit. Some of our fruit tastes, um, or some of our food, shall we say, not fruit. Food tastes um, worse than theirs, and some taste over. In other words, oversweet. So, yeah, there's def- definitely a difference between their what, what they have on their planet. However, they did bring some of their own stuff with them, such as the elixir, and we ended up getting sheep from them. They actually brought sheep over and a couple of other animals. Um, so the sun, we know that they don't. They're not used to our sun at all because when you read the Lost Book of Enki, when the first sunrise, when Enki was here and he saw well, sunset to start with the red glow and hue of our sun, and then in the morning the sun breaks and everything else, and they actually talk about that they've never seen anything like it. Um, so obviously, even though they do come round uh, in an elliptical orbit, they don't come anywhere as close as we are to the sun. Um, so they, your next question will probably be is how do they heat their planet? They have volcanoes on their planet, it's written in the tablets and that's why they was after the gold because their volcanoes had stopped spewing out and it was causing um their atmosphere to um dwindle um as opposed to having all the ash or whatever whatever it is that was in their atmosphere was dying out so um and so that kept it cool uh when it was near the sun or nearer the sun and kept it warm Kept the heat in when it was further away from the sun. Mikas wrote a question I heard of Earthlings attempt to seed to send a satellite to Nibiru. Question. Heard of Earthlings attempt to send satellite to Nibiru. Um, I've never heard of that, but uh, the first thing you would have to do then, if that was the case, is admit that there's a Nibiru. So mainstream ain't ever going to remit there's a Nibiru until it's upon us uh, in its orbit. So sending a satellite would then verify that there is a, a, a you know, Nibiru, which they wouldn't do. So I would call that you know, not true, in my opinion. Um, Salvatore, do you think the Anunnaki Elohim are still on Nibiru? If not, any idea where they went? Um, I, you are absolutely thinking they're every possible thing that I've ever thought of. Um, I yeah, so I've even thought, wonder if you know their planet. But by the end of the time, they they did fix their um, atmosphere, and they, um, you know, it's only been. Oh, I know it sounds like a long time, but really, it's only been about. Uh, you know, that's even even conservative six thousand years since they, um, you know, that's only twice it's been round almost since then. So it's not a lot of time 
since the Anunnaki left here to go back to their place. So, and again, that's only two years of their years. So I don't think they would have needed to uh, go from there. Um, and I, to be honest, I don't think their crafts that, I mean, they weren't anti-gravity crafts. You, they actually describe how they, they're powered and stuff. So with water, water. So, um, yeah, I, I can't see, um, them leaving their planet. Plus also knowing what that happened to them here with the aging process and getting dizzy and so on and so on. I think they would probably want to stay on their planet. Thank you very much for the hearts. Um, Inland, as right, aliens built the pyramids. Well, it's in the ancient text that the Anunnaki built them, basically. Um, certainly the, the first ones, which were the ones in Giza, they're the ones that were spoken about first in terms of that shape. Um, and because he did a test, which was a small one, which was also written down, then you can say, okay, well, you know, that's the first ones that were, were built on earth simply because if they'd already built other pyramids anywhere else other than Giza, which is where they built the first ones, where they said they built the first ones, then they wouldn't needed to have done the little test because they would have known how to build pyramids. So, um, yeah, so the aliens built, which were the Anunnaki's built the pyramids. Cliff is right. I think the moon is full of life and isn't what it seems to be. Um, well, again, going back to the ancient text where they say it was part of Tiamat, I mean, we kind of have to listen to those ancient texts because those ancient texts told us about planets further out that 100 years after we found those texts, we then found those planets. So we kind of have to listen to that. So if it says that it's part of Earth, um, and, you know, scientists actually agree Mars has got a hell of a lot... Uh, sorry, the Moon has got a hell of a lot of uh, stuff that Earth's got um, and could even be from Earth. That's what scientists say. Um, and, you know, the ancient texts say that already. Then I guess we have to kind of go with that. Um, but, yes, I think there's there's aliens certainly on there and um, they were mining it from the inside, which is why it rings when you whack it one with a weapon uh tick has wrote do you think the last civilizations one percent repopulated the earth um manages us from afar um as a uh do you think the last civilizations one percent repopulated the earth um no i th i i can only go by um, the way it plays out in the ancient texts, and that's literally Anunnaki came here 450,000 years ago. 100,000, give or take, years later, they create man in their image um, to help mine for the gold that they were here for. Um, and then roll on later on, the Anunnaki leave, and we're left here. So I don't think there was sort of a, a civilization now moving on to more modern times with our elites that are in control of everything. I think there's possibly an alien race behind them, but I don't think it's the Anunnaki. I think it's probably more an insidious race than the Anunnaki because the Anunnaki were here already. They could have, you know, took over at any point instead of leaving. So I don't think it's them. Um, Winnie's joined. Hi, Winnie. Uh, Sean has wrote probably Stonehenge, right? Yes. Well done, Sean. Yes. You guessed it. 
yeah, they, I mean, you know, the the age of Stonehenge, I know it's difficult to age stone. I mean, it's almost impossible to age stone. But um, given where it was from, the distance it was away, it was, I think, the stone actually come from Wows, if I'm not mistaken. Um, given that and the fact that there is other henges around the world and then you've got the stone tablets that talk about Minerta being told to go around and create these calendars um, kind of makes sense that they would certainly hear uh, at least in Salisbury where they built that because I can't imagine humans coming up with a calendar and then deciding to do it um, and not having you know there wasn't huge settlements around Salisbury um, so you know if you're going to make a, a big Ben clock um, you know, if you're going to make something that big, you want as many people to see it as possible, you know. So Londinium, for example, you know, I know we're, we're moving on to the sort of Roman times, but that was obviously an epicenter of um, activity, etc. So Salisbury was, was, you know, not even near the coast. So, so it's in, you know, literally in the middle of nowhere. So, so why would humans build it in the middle of nowhere just for themselves they could have just done a tiny little one <laughs> you know like um you know a foot off the ground they they really didn't need um that sized uh blocks uh because there were smaller hinges around the world um uh scrolling down uh mickers anticipating that map can't wait to see it yeah it's um yeah, it's I that's why I'm rereading um the older stuff at the moment just to make sure the map's as correct as I can get it. Um uh I might be sticking it on um because it's taking me a long time to do. I might stick it on the Patreon page. Um and I think Mika's actually a patron so you'll get to see it in all its glory. Um don't hate me everyone else. It's just it, ta- it is taking a long time and I don't you know, it's not something to do with my work it's just something i'm doing as a pastime but um so sorry i know it's it sounds bad but um uh inlands wrote flat earth no there's no evidence of it being flat whatsoever i know people come out with all these different statistics but all you have to do is ask for the picture of the edge and you'll see the amount of excuses they've got um Salvatore's wrote, did Alalula have any other family other than his nephew? Yes, he did, but they were on Nibiru. Um, uh, there's a whole backstory in the uh, Book of Enoch of how Alalula became um, the sixth. He became, um, uh, you know, king for six shahs. So if you work out six times 3,600, that's a hell of a long time on on their planet as a as a king um which is why in the end they created the the face on mars uh to honor him because he was buried in that rock apparently um which is really interesting you know when i first read that i was like really but obviously everything else that they wrote about is pretty much spot on there's you know we can follow all their trail of all their um you know where they said they would build stuff and why they built these um, <clears throat> landing pads 
um, for their craft, etc., because they had to first land them on water. Every time they came here, they would land them on water until they finally built their spaceport, and that's why there's a spaceport. So they wrote about everything. Of course, there is a spaceport, but unfortunately, it got buried. The first one got buried with the tsunami, but uh, they did then create a second uh, lot, which they even talk about. So um i know i digress but yes uh so yes he did have family on um thingy but when he came to earth i don't think he, he had that many family he didn't say that he had a wife if i remember correctly um so uh and he didn't have an uh i don't think i don't think he had an heir um i think his sister obviously had the the, the, the child uh or his brother I would probably guess a sister that had um, Anzu. Um, so, yeah, um, poor Sod, though. I mean, he, he went. I still kind of feel sorry for him. I know he killed the king prior to him, um, which was a bit naughty just to become a king, but um, then he went through some trouble as well. But anyway, that's another story. Um, uh, inland, the fourth kind question marks people disappear in Alaska, abductions, aliens. Um, so, well, if you go with the missing 411 um, side of it, which I hope you know, sort of the, the missing 411, David Pliades, um, he's now, the, the more and more he's talking, the more and more he's literally saying that he thinks there's a, same as what I've said for a long time, um, there's a vow where creatures can come through, grab us and take us across this vow of you know it's invisible to us but um to them they can they can seem to see us walking but we can't see them um so you know and it, it it's not just alaska it's obviously loads of places so i don't think yes there's probably the odd um you know ufo that might have took people there's obviously people getting killed by animals and stuff like that but when you break it down to the actual these sort of cases that that David Pilates does, um, they it comes across that that these people were here still, but just in a just outside of our range of seeing it or hearing them. Um, yeah, I know it's really difficult to describe. I should do a video on how how to describe it, then I can just point people to that video number. Uh, Salvatore wrote, "Could you tell us the story how the Greys fly their craft and how they taught the humans?" So this would be the Zeta Reticuli story, and it's not just it's not just one person, but I'll, I'll use the woman. So this woman kept getting abducted, um, and she she didn't know that she was being abducted. She just had missing time, blah blah blah. And then um, it got to a point where they um, allowed her to keep her memories. So this is this happens a lot. But that when she was abducted, she wasn't abducted and then operated on like the little grey Orions would. Um, she then recalled, they allowed her to remember. When I say allowed, they obviously did something that allowed her to remember all the times that she was abducted and, and was taken there. And basically they was showing her how to fly a craft. Now, this craft that they were flying didn't use um, controls. She would use her mind to fly it. Um, and the, the story goes that they were teaching her to fly this craft so that when something bad happens here on Earth, 
people would trust her to take the humans away than an alien saying, hey, come on in my ship, we're going to look after you. Um, and apparently it would be the good people. That was I remember her saying that. Um, now, how they ascertain which ones are good or not, they obviously can read people's thoughts. So, um, But there's, there's another couple of interesting parts to this. Um, one of the, one of the trips she was learning to fly it, they asked her to fly it into the earth and she was like, you know, don't be crap, don't be stupid, don't be stupid, don't be stupid. And anyway, so she was out far away in space and they was telling her, so she had to concentrate and fly directly into earth. And supposedly what she says happens is as she got closer to earth, um, literally the earth obviously to us we wouldn't see it but to the craft it just went straight through as if it wasn't even there um and then i know it's, it sounds like i'm making this shit up i'm not trust me um I'm this i'm going by this woman's account um and then they asked her to fly through the sun and of course she was like no 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 but she did, she did it and the same thing happened now they said to her that that's how craft come here through the sun. Go figure, I don't know. I mean, there is an X point that NASA admits is a portal uh, that is between here and the sun in space. So do they go, do they sort of come through the sun and then out of that X point? I don't know, but it's a very interesting story because um, it makes you think then what what is going to happen to earth if they're having to, to teach people how to fly their craft um uh dusty's wrote a book called hollow earth um i'm not sure what that's referring to whether that's a question or or there is a book called hollow earth sorry um kaza's wrote uh can you cover planet nibiru um, I don't know how much you've heard already, um, and I don't know how much you know about Nibiru. Clearly, you do know Nibiru. Um, so I don't know how much to, to, to waffle on about it. Um, uh, this is a problem when... That's why, I, sorry, I don't mean to sound rude. That's why I try and ask for full questions. I, you obviously know about Nibiru, so I'm trying to talk about stuff that you wouldn't know so that it makes it interesting for you but um uh, nibiru has been going for probably millions if not billions of years came from outside our solar system according to the ancient text um life started on their planet and then evolved eventually into the anunnaki that's what it says just like we possibly believe it happened here on earth life started and eventually we evolved into neanderthal and then the anunnaki came here and manipulated the Neanderthals to create Homo sapiens. Um, they had uh, a war, top, north and south divide, um, lasted you know, probably millions of our years, but not that long for them. Um, and eventually they, 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 their numbers dwindled uh, because there was so many people dying that they called a truce. Um, and then they had one king that would rule the whole planet. And that's what they did over a long period of time. And eventually it got to King Anu. Um, and if it wasn't for Alalula, 
we wouldn't be here. Whether that's a good thing or not, I don't know. But if Alalula didn't lose a wrestling match against King Anu for the throne, even though technically Alalula was already king, but Anu came along and said, oh, I'm an offspring of, you know, Uncle Joe blogs and da-da-da-da-da. And because their system that they set up after the North and South Wars was written in uh, what they call Tablets of Destiny, so these can't be broken. These, you know, pain upon death if you break these rules. Um, so then there was a bit of a conflict because obviously Anu was technically the rightful heir, even though Alalula was already the heir. Uh, or you know already had, had the throne, so they had a wrestling match, and Alalula lost, and then he decided to. Um, he thought he was going to probably get exiled or, or um, even killed, so he jumped in a um, craft, and f- which has, actually ha- had um, ten nuclear weapons on it. They used three, or he used three to get through the asteroid belt. Uh, but anyway, so he came to Earth. So if it wasn't for that incident there, that wrestling match and him thinking that, he wouldn't have came to Earth. And the reason why he came to Earth because he knew he was taught um, by his teacher about um, what you know how Earth was formed and how Tiamat had gold on it. And when Tiamat was smashed into by Nibiru X amount of billions of years ago, um, Earth would have gold as well, which is why the asteroid belt also has gold um so yeah i don't know what else you want me to say i don't that's a problem i don't know i don't want to bore everyone else um mythos row is sumerian language elohim home language or built upon native no i i've i said years and years ago i said hang on this is the elohim's language um and then roll on internet times roll on sakura sitchin and he says the same thing. So, yes, that was their home language. Now, as we know, they ended up changing um, the languages by uh, the Tower of Babel incident. So whether or not they they changed uh, their tact to have slightly different language, I wouldn't have said so. Because when you look at the tablets that wrote that, that was converted into the Book of Enki, this is just using logic here, at the end of the uh, tablets, he says, Enki says, after everything that's gone on, will everything that, that's happened in the past, this should be written down. So this is towards the end, uh, even after the uh, nuclear weapons. So this is right up close to when they weren't around anymore. Which, but they were written in Sumerian in their Elohim language. So I think they kept their language, and of course on their home planet they probably kept their language. Um, so just from logic, um, yeah, they they kept their home own language. Um, Kazi has wrote, "Will the Anunnaki make a return?" Not not that we're not while we're the way we are with guns and no, <laughs> no. Would you? Would you really? I mean, you know, no. Um, they knew what we was like when they were here. Um, you know, we was doing things and wars and stuff. Um, so, no, they they, they won't. Uh, Peaches wrote, Missed through falling asleep last night, but who named Earth Earth? Thanks. Hi, Clark, can you get me a milkshake? You oh, can... I've had one in the fridge. Yeah, you can, get, you can have one. I've got one. 
Are you already nicked one of you? Yeah. That's naughty. Sorry. Alright, go get me one and then go. Of course. Sorry, my boy. Speaking my tongue. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Uh, we've got these tiny little milkshake things. Um, so just in case everyone's thinking, oh my God, he's feeding the kid milkshakes every night. No, these tiny little things. Instead of having a bit of pudding, I, I give him a little milkshake. Um, thank you for the hearts. I don't know whether that's for... for, for... Thank you, Clark. You're welcome. Good boy. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right, bye-bye now. Can I have a dessert now? No, you can't have a dessert now. You've got the milkshake. Come on. No, you've got the milkshake. I'll see you in a minute. I love you. I love you too. I'll see you in a minute. Sorry about that. Um, uh, who named Earth Earth? Um, it was... Uh, well, t- technically, it, 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 it was someone way back on Nibiru because they, they already named Lamu, which was Mars, and they already named all the other planets, and so they'd already named Earth... Um, so someone on on their home planet, you know, a long, long time ago, named all the all the planets. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just scrolling down. Um, so I'm just about to sneeze as well. I think. Uh, Willie's wrote, "Did the Anunnaki teach humans Kushian language clicks?" Um, I wouldn't have said so. No. Um. I, I don't even know what that is, the Christian language. Um, but when you wrote clicks, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, I mean, they've got a fully-fledged language. They've been going for, for millions of years. Um, when you look at the derivatives of their Elohim language from Babylonian, etc., um, nothing has clicks or, you know... it's a No, I wouldn't have said so. Um but you you asked all these really weird questions, Willie. You should do your own channel, and I should be learning from you. Uh, Scott has wrote, you can't really believe all this nonsense. I can guarantee you Scott's not here anymore. So we've got a troll amongst our midst, because simply because, again, on that video I did um, yesterday, whatever it was, that said, If you research, then you, you get an answer. If you don't research, then you have no idea and you, you say it's nonsense. There was a film. I'll let you guess what film it was. All right, okay, a little quiz time for you. First person to write the answer gets a big well done from me. Okay, as a, I'm going to quote a saying from this film. To hear, one has only to listen. Um, so there you go. So the the point is, it's the same about this this numpty who says that, that whatever I'm talking about is not real. Um, to hear, one has only to listen. And you could then say, to learn, one has only to research. Um, uh, Cassie's wrote to Scott, is that, Scott, is that your smoking hot wife? Um Salvatore, do you think the Anunnaki or other alien races have tech that can see Earth-like Earth life from their planets? Good, are you little sod? You are. You, you you always make me always say good question. Stop it. Um, uh, they could see obviously Earth. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to name it a long time ago. 
Um, so, I mean, the only people I can really talk about would be the Anunnaki, because obviously the other people's planets are so far away that, you know, the other aliens' planets, and yet they come here. So um, I, I can't... Um, I, don't, I, I don't know the answer to that. I was going to say I can't imagine them having a powerful enough telescope to see Earth, but hey... Um, Maybe they do. Um, I, I can't answer that. So, yeah, good question. Uh, I don't know what's happened to my thing. Um, uh, Winnie's wrote to Scott, stay tuned, I love a sceptic. Yeah, he won't. He's, he's gone. Trolls seem to do that. Um, they'll come, they'll post one thing, and then they disappear. Uh, Calamities wrote, do abductees report of... Report of fly, of flying over rubbish, reddish atmosphere, mountains and valleys. Uh, already, uh, to, sorry, I'm trying to read that again. Do abductees report of flying over reddish atmosphere, mountains and valleys? Already, air two. Last part of my question was wrong. Ah, okay, sorry, I'll just scroll down. Uh, I meant the air in the atmosphere uh, is reddish, also. Um, no, they the the abductees that ninety nine percent of them are in normally in a room or rooms that they they walk to that do not have windows. Um, the, there's no hum and there's no sound that they're actually even moving. Um, so they yeah, so they don't report what they see unless they're allowed to see, and that's why I say. 99% so sometimes sometimes some of these abductees are shown another planet or whatever uh, but but generally they don't get to see where they are I mean that's why some of some of them you know when when quizzed you know they say well I could be at the bottom of an ocean for all I know in a, in a craft they they just didn't know uh scrolling down crazy right what's with the government's hiding so much from humans? Who are we as humans? Um, so the government's hiding it because if we found out that we had the, the technology to, to, to get rid of petrol, and the health to get rid of Pfizer and companies like that, um, then they would go out of business. So they, they pretty much run the country, the planet, these people that have these. There's only 13 families that pretty much run it. Um, banks and everything, media um so that's why really and we are uh we're humans because of the anunnaki and the neanderthal uh mickers wrote heard of human attempt to send it so you read that already um based as wrote all is atom adam atum the taurus field um it's not really a question so i don't know how to answer that um peaches wrote do you think operation paperclip brought any alien tech with them so for those of you who don't know operation paperclip was when the americans brought over the german top scientists that were making the v2 rockets etc um no i don't the reason why peaches asked that is because the nazis ended up um possibly with an aryan race and a race called the aryans or another race possibly draco's um that helped them um find a, a base and helped them with ufo tech um 
so Peach is saying, did the Americans, when they took some of those scientists, actually have any aliens come with them? I've never heard of that. Um, it's not to say they didn't, but I've never, ever heard of it. So I would probably say no. Um, Salvatore's right. When Nibiru hit Tiamat, was there life on both planets? I was waiting for someone to ask that. If so, what happened to them? So, um, yeah. Let me just move position. Um, so, I, yeah, see, so you, 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 you're just, you're copying me, aren't you? So I often, off, I mean, I even, I can't remember if I did a live the other day talking, talking through it myself. So basically, I would have said no to the life on either planet. And that's only because obviously when a planet smashes into another planet, um, you know, it's not good for anyone. Uh, again, I might be wrong. They may have ha already had their, their life on there. Um, they clearly knew their history. Otherwise they wouldn't have wrote it in stone tablets for us to read. Uh, I doubt if they made all that up, so, you know, it kind of makes sense. The fact that we've got a rogue planet having a, elliptical orbit like we do so I, I think they're telling the truth um so either they were on the planet i don't think tiamat had any any life on it not not sentient life that could fly away and attack you know nibiru or do anything uh there was no mention of that so um they the problem is they don't say how far back and even if they did say how far back were they would they have been talking about um, because until they got into the elliptical orbit around our our sun or our our solar system, they would have been on a different orbit, so they wouldn't have known how far back time wise they would have gave a different time frame. If you get what I'm saying, because they they've only started calling shards years basically for their years when they ended up getting the elliptical orbit, so. Yeah, I can't answer. Sorry, I know I'll go off on a tangent, but I try and think it through as well. Um, uh, Calamity wrote Ash. Uh, I'm guessing that's the Akashic records. Do um, I'm I'm behind on the question, so I don't know what that was referring to. Sorry, Salvatore. Would you know if the Anunnaki build their cities in circles on the Biritu? Yes, they do. Uh, no, they do. Um, from from what I've read, um, calamities wrote good question. Uh, by the way, Akashi's records do ask oh, right. Okay, this is do aliens have access as we do? Um, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I would probably guess they some aliens do, if the Akashic records are real. Um, and the reason why I say that is only going back to the Emerald Tablets of Thoth where he was able to traverse the underworld, what I call it the underworld, the, the orb world, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, and he actually met the larger orbs and he met the seven that had the jobs that would be the Council of Aliens that give you your the spirit, the job before the spirit then goes off and joins with someone. So if he done that and genuinely done that, which is what clairvoyance mediums also agree with that same thing, then if he could manage to do that, um, then, yeah, I mean, it probably took him 
however long. I mean, they, you know, they, they're living a lot longer than us. So it's not inconceivable that another alien race that's even more advanced than the Anunnaki hadn't already done that. So yes, there's a possibility for sure. Um, Glasses wrote, were the pyramids healing centers or power plants? So the, the main Giza pyramid, the, the one that people call Khufu's, even though it's not, um, that was built as a, um, a beacon. It's a long story. If obviously if not, if you don't, I've got all the videos explaining it all in order. But basically, they needed a beacon for the Anunnaki to return because everything was flooded. So they had to start all over again and tell the Anunnaki where to land. And of course, Earth's quite big, and they could have spent a long time flying around, around, around trying to find where the Anunnaki were now. Um, so they built this pyramid, which was the Giza pyramid and they had crystals in it and they put it on ley lines and power would come up and a beam would come out the top. Um, and no, it wasn't a solid capstone, gold stone. Um, it's just, that's just, oh, it frustrates me, but no, it wasn't because, um, first of all, there's no evidence, uh, that it was a solid gold capstone, none whatsoever other than mainstream saying it was but there's no evidence but we do have writing saying that it was made of three different materials um so anyway the light went up into space and then when the birus uh when yeah more anarchy came round, they uh, could see where it was and they landed um forgive me i'm just gonna have that a swig of this drink my mouth is getting a bit dry there don't all run away Okay, who's run away? Right, okay, I'm back. Um, Calamities wrote, David Polides, the misty vow, like a portal coming through it, taking people. Yeah, that's what, uh, Yeah, I've been saying misty vow for, however, well, not misty, I've been saying a vow for, for a long, long time since, to be honest, since I pretty much heard David Polides first talking. I thought to myself, that seems like... Uh, sorry, there's a dog in the background. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, that's what I've always said because I ruled out all the other things, you know, the Bigfoots and UFOs and whatnot, and that was the only thing that was left. And he's now saying the same thing. Sean wrote, "Do you think any alien race has ever come to us to learn how our systems work uh, for their gain?" Um. Possibly the Anunnaki, um, because the other the other aliens I think are well more advanced than the Anunnaki. So, and I think the Anunnaki probably, if you you know if you look at their history that they've written about, I think they would have been a lot more advanced if they didn't have those wars, the North and South wars, because um, again they only created the craft, the spacecraft just to go because of the atmosphere problem. So they never even had spacecraft before um, Before that. So, yeah. Um, uh, Sean's wrote 731. Okay, it's 20 minutes behind. Peach, did Gilgamesh get rewarded with immortality for saving the seeds of humanity? Um, 
Uh, I don't recall him saving the seeds as humanity. There's two different, well, there's a couple of different versions of Gilgamesh's story. Um, but he didn't get a more, he, he, he failed in his quest to get the elixir. Um, so he died. So no, he didn't become immortal. Um, he was three parts Anunnaki and one part human, uh, from the descriptions that they give. Uh, trees wrote they opened the sunroof. I'm so far behind, I have no idea what that was. Sorry, sad when someone makes a joke and I ruin it by not actually, but hopefully, everyone else got it. Salvatore's wrote, Is there ley lines under the places Anunnaki settled to power their tech? So, technically, their first place was Eridu. Um, uh, no is the answer to that, but the more I read, um, again, I was, like I say, this, this morning and this afternoon, I was reading more again, and crystals keeps popping up in their devices. Um, so, you know, I'm wondering whether it's some sort of, I know we, we've got the Dilithium crystal in Star Trek, but, you know, maybe it's not such a daft concept, uh, because they, they, the devices that they keep talking about, whatever it is that they're talking about at the time, whether it's scanning for gold or scanning the waters or um, using a beam to cut the face on Mars, um, th there's a description with the word crystal in there. So maybe there is something to that. Uh, but I don't think they, they use the, the ley lines until... Um, until the Great Pyramid was done. That's just my thoughts on that. Uh, 2021 has wrote, when I astral projected, I was trying to land on the moon, but the moon didn't exist. Um, uh, well, um, again, I, don't hate me for saying this, but the ancient texts talk about um, and these are written in their own language, Sumerian cuneiform language, and they knew stuff we didn't know. And in those same tablets, it talks about Enki and Murdoch landing on the moon um, and staying there for a short period of time and then coming back, realising there's no benefit. In other words, they went there to see whether or not they could mine for gold or any benefit at all of the moon. So we've got... You know, forgetting NASA and everything else, we've got ancient texts that literally say that two two of their own kind landed on the moon. So either they were lying, but everything else they talked about was spot on, or they were telling the truth. So I, I would say the moon is definitely there and does exist. I mean, we've got tides that seem to, to coincide with the full moon, half moon, etc., uh, the, the same person then wrote, so I carried, uh, so I ended up landing on Mars. Um, Chewie's wrote milkshake break. Um, uh, Winnie's wrote, who did then? I'm not sure if that was for me or not. Um, Winnie knows that I'm so far behind, she'd have to write a whole thing, so it probably wasn't for me. Uh, yeah, no, I think underneath that, someone else was talking. Um, people are talking to themselves, I hope, because I've got Peppa Pig written there. Um, 
Uh, scrolling down, Truckers wrote, uh, I've heard there is human-looking aliens about a thousand miles up watching over Earth. Is this true? Um, I wouldn't... Well, there is... Supposedly, there's human-looking um, aliens out there. First of all, we've got the Anunnaki, which we look like them, not the other way around, because they created us. Then you've got the Pleiadians, which... Um, lots of different whistleblowers, plus even Billy Meyer, as well as some contactees, have said that they they well they described them as what the Palladians look like, which is human looking, very good looking. Um, then you've got the Nordics, which people seem to think were you know Thor and all that lot because they look you know they look like a Norse god, even though they weren't the actual Norse gods. Um, so yes, there are aliens that look like humans, um, or or we look like them. Um, now, whether or not they're sitting a thousand miles up, I would say no to that, and that's because there's so many other aliens coming here and going, you know, in and out, that them just parked up in the middle of the space, you know, and, and we could probably see them with some some of our telescopes. Uh, wouldn't be an ideal thing for them to do, so. Um, I would probably say no to the parked, but yes to the um, human-looking ones. Uh, Lewis is right. Which can first the which come first the chicken or the egg? <laughs> now you're just trying to pick my brains, aren't you? Um, so I actually, <laughs> yeah, this is how sad I am. I I spent a long time going through the actual analogy of that, and do you know I'm trying to remember the outcome. Um, that it was a logical answer actually in the end what came first give me two seconds I'll just try and remember what, what the answer was that I came up with um, uh, yeah so this is what I came up with the chicken came first because um the chicken, when you there's the chicken can be de-evolved with scales instead of feathers, which means clearly it was a you know its ancestors way way back were lizards, um, which already produced eggs. Lizards seem to produce eggs, which would explain why chickens produce eggs instead of live bearing birds. Um, so obviously everything else. I'm not just saying chickens, but other animals. Um, but chickens and mammals, you see. So where you've got snakes that also lay legs, that would make sense that if that was a closer relative than humans were, um, and yet, uh, uh, you know, it's still a mammal, the chickens and birds are technically. Um, so, yeah, so I, I went with the... I went with the chicken came first. Um, in other words, it was uh, a fully-fledged chicken. But it's a tricky question. But, yeah, I mean, I might be completely wrong. Uh, Willie's wrote, did the Anunnaki do their own cooking and laundry? Um, they never wrote about a question. Uh, I suppose I better put someone in the class today. Uh, go second in the class. Um, they never wrote about it, but they did have... Um, human slaves 
and they did have um on Nibiru they had um there's a name for them oh, I can't remember the name I can't remember it um they had all sorts of people they had viziers um if anyone knows what a vizier is um just think of um Jafar out of Aladdin that he was a vizier uh, they had oracles, they had um, all sorts of different people, and they also had, um, I can't remember the name, it's not a slave, and it's not a, it's not a demeaning word, but it basically means someone that was working for them, so in other words, more like a job, uh, but I can't remember the name of it, but yes, they would have done the laundry on Nibiru, but not, not on Earth. Uh, Salvador, does or did the abduction treaty have an expiry date? Um, that's a good question. Um, I do not know the answer to that. Uh, I've never heard that. I mean, it's a logical thing to, to ask, absolutely. Um, um, I, my guess would be up until the point where they, they succeed in doing whatever they're doing, but... Um, but yeah, no, I they I I never heard anything like that. That's just a good question. You know, you're top of the class, so I'm not even going to tell you you're top of the class. Uh, the Pegasus is right. Hi, hey, teacher. Hi there. How are you doing? Um, nice of you to join. Uh, this was only supposed to be a short uh, live. The Pegasus wrote. There are references in ancient African texts that talks about a time without the moon. Yeah. See, you have to right. Okay, see, this is what gets me. There isn't those texts. And the reason why there isn't those texts is because that humans weren't around when there was no moon. So no one would know. Who, who wrote it down in the first place that there was a time before humans where there was no moon? Who wrote that? No one. Chickens? No. So when people say, this is why I get frustrated... The internet's really bad for for mis misinformation. Um, so no, there wasn't a time before the moon that we're aware of, um, because no one was around to to write it down. So they can guess, but there is no, yeah, no. Um, plus, also, if you go by the uh, Ema release, which again. You kind of have to, you know, in my opinion, you kind of have to because they, they talk about things that we didn't know. So they're obviously clearly clued up. And they they say we came from Tiamat, which, you know, that bodes law also suggests there should have been a planet there. So it does, does make sense. Um, uh, just scrolling down. Uh, Chewie's wrote, egg came first, apparently something about protein. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, as I say, I mean, that was just my guess. At it. I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, Peter, how would the Anunnaki communicate with each other when in different countries? Um, they have, they have, um, so, sorry, just moving again. They, the, the description that they have is that they have speakers um, mounted on their craft. So, for example, when 
King Anu was addressing everyone, the Oegi on Mars and the Anunnaki and, you know, in, in the Abzu and on uh, in Mesopotamia, they all had to gather around the speakers on these crafts. Um, so they have got the technology to not only talk to Nibiru, but um, certainly would have had the technology to talk to each other um, without the need for a satellite. Uh, you know, uh, there was no mention of them putting a satellite in orbit for them to be able to talk to each other. So clearly their technology then was better than ours is today in terms of communication. Um, but a good question, Pete. Let's go through third in the class for that. Uh, the Pegasus, are you sure if a chicken is a mammal that would make it monotrem? Like I said, uh, possibly a mammal. I, I'm, technically, I think I, I used the word. Um, uh, but I'm not an expert on everything. Um, just scrolling down. Chewy's wrote... Uh, um, something I can't even pronounce, but basically, egg came first is what uh, Chewy's saying. Uh, Stafford wrote, "If we transcend from the physical to spirit, does that make reality a matrix or another dimension?" Um, I I don't think it does. I think we've got electricity here now. Um, we can't see it, it's there, All right, just because it's not sentient doesn't mean it's not there, um, you know, we can see lightning, so we can actually sometimes see electricity, um, or plasma, um, so I don't think that makes it interdimensional in any way, or, or in another dimension, or in a matrix, I just think it's something that we just can't see, same as, you know, all the colours that we can't see, infrared, etc., um, did I first caught up there? Wow, just scrolling back in case it went to the bottom. Normally, I don't normally catch up. Um, the Pegasus uh, wrote, Sorry, two types of monotrems, and they both live in New South Wales. I'm guessing that is an NSW. Uh, Peaches wrote, Am a dirty third. Oh, sorry, Peach. Um, it's nothing personal. Um, Salvatore's um, just seems to be a monster with all the questions. And, you know, in fairness, they're all questions that I've asked myself many a time, so I have to give him good credit for that. Um, so, sorry, Peach. Um, right, well, I've caught up, and it's now 8, uh, 10 past 11, so I'm just going to throw out the one more thing again, that the card game... The Our True History card game is now on uh, our web or my website, which is ourtruehistory.co.uk, and it's two to five players. I know this is an advert, but hey, um, you can buy it on the website, and it can be sent to any country. Or if you buy it on eBay, or uh, you'll have to be a UK eBay person. Uh, links are on the website under card games, or you can just type in on eBay, our true history card game, and you will find it there. Um, it's good fun. Um, uh, it's all completely designed by myself, etc., etc. So hopefully you like it if you ever get a copy of it. So I do want to um, reach out now. This kind of, I, I 
sort of technically released it today. So I do want to reach out to some of my regulars and uh, if they're happy, get their address and just post them some free of charge um, if, if they want me to. Um, so just bear that in mind. And also, if you're on the website, type in, in the coupon section when you view cart um, aliens and you get uh, a discount as well. So, but um, my regulars, um, I'll be, as soon as I've only done it today, officially technically released it. So um, bear with me, I will get round to emailing each one of you and send would you like it and if so give me an address and I'll send it to you so um, that's because you guys are good or because the game's so crap that I want to annoy you no I'm joking um, no so uh, yeah so that's what I'll do um, the, oh, well done Chewy uh, I forgot about that um, uh, sorry, a couple of questions. I just saw Chewy's. I'll get to your thing in a sec, Chewy. You can go top of the class for that, Chewy. Um, Mikas wrote, did the Anunnaki uh, Enlil name the Israelites his chosen, right? Well, yes. In the, It was originally called, in my opinion, same as Sakurai Sitchin's, uh, the en- Enlilites. Um, however, we've because we've called Israel Israel, we've ended up changing it to Israelites as opposed to Enlilites, but they were actually called the Enlilites. And basically there was two factions. There was Enki's faction and Enlil's faction, which um, never really got on. And then eventually Murduk, Marduk, uh, came and started his issues and then Ayana also. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's what it was, Enlilites, which makes so much more sense. Um when you add everything else in into it yeah the pegasus wrote is everything we do everything we've done was good question go number two in the class for that um so there's people out there that say everything's already happened um and will happen again um really hard to say obviously because there's no evidence of it other than things like deja vu um you know and there's there's also people that say everything even even some clairvoyants have actually said that uh everything is happening now right now you, everything from that ever happened and everything that's gonna happen is happening right now um which is really hard to wrap our heads around because obviously we then think well hang on how does that work because you can't just have everything in one split second but According to some people, that's exactly what's happening. So everything's already happened and it's already going to happen. So I can't answer, I'm not, you know, I don't think anyone can answer that really, but there is a theory that that's the case. Um, so, but good question. Um, Chewie's answered the movie quote question, which was Gremlins. Well done. Yes. Um, yeah, I forgot that I even asked that. So well done. Uh, Chewie's top of the class now for being... Uh, smarty pants. Uh, well done. Uh, Salvatore's wrote, thank you very much. That's probably for the offer of sending the card games for people. No problem at all. I will probably, you know, contact you guys. Unless you want to just, you know, send me a message so it saves me contacting you. Just send me a message saying, yeah, I'm up for it or no, no, thank you. And uh, um, give me, an, you know, it doesn't have to be your home address. You can give me your work address or PO box address or whatever and I'll get them shipped off to you. Um, uh, Winnie's wrote we could zoom play. Um, 
Uh, I'm just trying to work out how that would work because you we. Uh, I mean, technically you could. Um, there's certain cards in there. For example, I think there's a a kraken. There's only one of because a kraken is really powerful. Um, so we would all end up with a kraken. <laughs> Because obviously we would have our own deck, whereas if you was playing with someone else, only one of you would have the Kraken. However, the good news is the... can't remember which creature it is, but one of the creatures can actually defend against the Kraken. Um, again, there's only one of those. But obviously, yeah, so, I mean, you could, technically you could um, play. Just just means some of those cards everyone would have, but it's not a problem. Uh, yeah, it's a good idea. Uh, Winnie's wrote uh, TikTok Live card game uh okay that's something to think about i'll have to wrap my head around that one uh because thank you thank you uh you're wonderful um maura has wrote absolutely correct i'm not sure whether that was for the gremlins or something else but uh i'll pretend it was for me and i'll say thank you <laughs> um salvatore's wrote when abraham created the first religion was anarchy still here uh, if so, why did they let them do it? So, yeah, so and they were still here at the period that Abraham was around. Um, but they were in their own battles against each other. They were in, you know, Murduk was starting up um, Egypt around that time, um, you know, as Ra. Um, the Enelites were fighting uh, some of uh, Murduk's people. Uh, from Babylonian, because Murduk Marduk used to be the god of Babylonian, and and then obviously Enki's some of Enki's lot um, got involved because Enki was still in Eridu, and that was where he ended up staying. So of course his lot got involved. So there was a whole thing going on around that time, um, which is why I think things they let things slip. Um, and then, then, you know, Ayana joined in as well. I mean, I know this is spread over you know, thousands of years, but um, to them, it's, it's, you know, it's a blink of an eye, really. Um, so, yeah, so I don't think they was really paying much attention to, to one particular person going around saying that, you know, hey, follow me because I can talk to, you know, a new god or whatever. Um so, yeah, I mean, that's just my take on that. Obviously, other people might have different views on it. Uh, when he wrote, Sean has a question. Did I miss something? Um, sorry if I did. Uh, just scrolling down. I just look, went back up to see what the question was. I couldn't see one. Uh, Mikas wrote, time continuum. That's probably referring to what the other person said a minute ago about the... Um, everything's happening right now. Um, time is a funny thing, isn't it? Um, I mean, Einstein, I, I do agree with on that. Uh, I don't agree with everything Einstein says. Um, you're probably going to think, oh, what does he know compared to Einstein? But, um, you know, I, I think Einstein, you know, and same as uh, Stephen Hawkins, um, there's, there's discrepancies in his uh, Brief History of Time book in my opinion. Um, so I don't think they know everything, but um, again, I'm not saying I know everything. I'm just saying these are things I picked out where there was, and it was their own writings that was discrepancy. So, 
you know, it wasn't something I'd learnt myself. I was reading theirs, and then I've caught caught out the something later on. Um, uh, Willie's wrote question: Infinity lives uh, um, or lives? Um, well, if you're referring to the um, spirits, then Emerald Tablets of Foth says they're eternal. So we we're not obviously, but they are. And energy as an energy form, you know, I can't imagine many things destroying it other than a nuclear weapon, which is what they say it does. Chewie's wrote, "If everything happens right now, time slips make more sense." Yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, especially if there was everything happening now and multi dimensions at the same time. So everything's happening on a multi dimension at the same time. Then we could end up. Yeah, possible. Um, Mora has wrote, believe it. Um, again, not sure what that is, but uh, hopefully that's something that I said that you agree with. Uh, the Pegasus wrote, uh, he who owns the past owns the future. Where have I heard that before? Uh, but he who owns the present owns the past. Um, that sounds like a quote from somewhere. Uh, if not, well done. That's brilliant. But it does ring a bell from somewhere. Um, just scrolling down, calamities. Thank you so very much. Another awesome show. Much love from Maui. I'm I'm probably doing that totally injustice, but I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, and I'm guessing that's on a, a Hawaii island. Am I wrong? Uh, or, or yeah, let me know. Um, I find Hawaii fascinating. Uh, if it is Hawaii, because you put little palm trees there as well. I find Hawaii absolutely fascinating because it's one of the newest um, land masses that we've got, um, you know, properly with, with, you know, grass and whatnot on it. Um, you know, and that, that formed, I think it was 200,000 years ago, they said, something like that. So um, from a volcanic uh, eru- eruption, uh, so that fascinates me the fact that everything on there was was when the first people that visited it found everything on there or nearly everything on there was unique only to that island which straight away knocks the idea that god created everything because he would have had to have come back 200,000 years ago and that i love that i love the thought that he didn't come back 2000 200,000 years ago i think you know what? I'll stick something new on this little island that's just popped up. So it solidifies, in my opinion, that um, evolution, even on a, from a microscopic level to start with, will end up breeding, um, and you know the strongest will survive of whatever the type of creature it was that ended up on Hawaii. So yeah, I think mean, I love Hawaii for that. I think it's great. Um, uh pegasus wrote to peach mate i'm semi-bloody illiterate that was george orwell 1984 do you know i've never seen that film which is really weird seeing as i'm a film person um i just it kind of feels boring you know from the clips i've seen of it um please tell me that i'm wrong and then i'll watch it but i it looks slow and boring and i can't can't be dealing with slow and boring films. Uh, Sean's wrote, hey guys, it's been a long week. I'm hitting the hay. Thanks for doing the live, boss. Ah, you're more than welcome. Um, thank you and have a nice uh, 
weekend. I'll probably I don't know if I'll be on over the weekend. Um uh, so Willie's wrote thought Sean would have asked about the infinite lives, my behind all oh, right. Um prejudging people now, are we Winnie? Um uh, and then the Pegasus wrote, Don't go around spreading rumours that I can't read. <laughs> That's uh to Peach. Um I thought I was the only illiterate one here. Um people are talking to each other. Mora's wrote uh, we are eternal, and after we die, our energy continues. Uh, mm, uh, so from what I've learned, there's these orbs. Um, now, this is from hundreds of clairvoyants and mediums and spiritualists I've spoken to, and I've even gone to these shows. Um, well, not shows. I don't know what they're called. Um, like mystic places that have... Um, people selling their wares. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they're like. Little tents, and they, um, I, I don't know. They, you know, some of them's a hypnotist. Some of them spiritualist. Some of them's got these tarot cards, their own packs that they're selling. You know, so it's like a a fate, shall we say? Um, and I've gone to these these things, and I've just slipped some people some money and said, right, answer my questions. Um, and so, so anyway, uh, so I digress. But basically, yeah, so the energy ball is eternal. It joins with us in our pineal gland when we're three to four months in the womb. And when we die, we have now basically joined with that energy ball, which we die, but the energy ball carries on. But the energy ball has now got us in it for a period of time. period of time. And that is until it crosses to the second plane of existence so in other words it can it doesn't always have to be here it can cross to the next plane and that's what spiritualists have said when they're trying to contact someone they get a message from another spirit saying sorry joe blogs has crossed over but hang on a minute how can they cross over they're dead they've already crossed over but no they cross over again and once they cross over the second time that's when that person that was with that energy ball is now just a memory in that memory in that energy ball and then the energy ball goes back round goes in front of the council of aliens uh and then comes back into another person and carries on so i don't think we're eternal i think those energy balls are eternal um uh calamity stroke yes maui is a hawaii island hawaiian island yeah i mean considering i was crap at school i'm surprised they even knew that that's probably from films probably probably from uh lilo and stitch Shh, don't tell anyone now that's where i get all my information from movies <laughs> um but no i i've never been to hawaii but uh you know the people and the culture and everything just seems wonderful um and obviously the sun uh maura's wrote love you from florida i have been to florida thank you maura um Florida's lovely. Uh, it was when I went back in 91, I think it was, uh, a long time ago. Um, but no, I loved it. Uh, obviously, I went to the theme parks and stuff, but yeah, um, it was nice. Uh, so hi from Florida. I hope you're okay there. I hope you're not getting too much sun. Um, just scrolling down, Salvatore, what is the latest stories you've heard about Area 51S4? 
and other bases there. I haven't heard much because, unfortunately, where I would normally, every single day, where I would normally be catching up on coast to coast or anything to do with anything, um, I haven't been for the last 10 months because of um, doing these TikToks. I, I just go over older stuff so I've because I never thought I'd be talking to people, so um, I needed to recap because I just didn't totally store everything in my brain because I didn't think I needed to. Um, so, yeah, so unfortunately I can't answer that. Um, so you guys probably know more than me about what's going on out there. Um, sorry. Um, Salvatore wrote, love to hear your stories. Ah, thank you. I always worry because obviously people join... They ask questions, and then when I waffle on about a story from whoever it is that I'm recounting, I worry that these people are sitting there thinking, God, why don't you get into my question? Um, Because he's waffling on about some story that's no relevance to my question. So it's a a tricky one. Um, I, I feel bad sometimes. The Pegasus wrote, How funny you misread me saying... Uh... And then, sorry, saying sorry, didn't go around spreading rumours that I can read. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, did I, was there a T in there or did I, did you actually spell it right? Um, this is, like I say, I, I think I am a, certainly illiterate. Yes, you did say it, um, can read. Um, yeah, you did. Sorry, my fault. I, I think I've got, I did a, we test um to see whether i had uh what's it called um oh what spielberg's got what tom's cruise has got um you all know the word um it's gone out of my head now um you know that where you struggle to read and that it's anyway whatever it was i can't remember the bloody name of it um i did a test and it turns out um i passed that test in terms of Yes, they. Th- it means I would have that problem. Um, I can't remember what the bloody name of it is now. Um, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, but I looked into that... Because um, I look into a lot of, lot of weird stuff. Oh, bloody, what's the name of it? Someone tell me the name quickly. Um, um, not ADHD, but it's the other one where you where you... Oh, I can't remember the name. Anyway, I looked into that. Uh, let me just scroll to the very bottom see if anyone can remember the name. Dyslexic. Yes, thank you, Peach. And Calamity. Thank you. And Lulu. Thank you. you all hurt. I was hurting you a lot there, weren't I? Yes, Dyslexic. Um, <laughs> as you can see, I've got dyslexia. Um, so anyway, um, I started to research what that's all about. And it turns... I don't know if you're interested in this, but it turns out... The way a, um, a professor, as a woman, that was describing it was that where normal people, their brains would go to A to B. So in other words, you would just... Um, no, sorry, let me get that straight. straight. A to Z, yeah. So for example, if you if you if if I told you something, your brain would just go along A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A to Z, Z. And that's it. But what a, a dyslexic person apparently does is A, oh, B's interesting. 
Oh, I wonder what I could do with C. Hmm. Uh, D. Now, if I put D and C together, I wonder what I get before they end up getting to Z. And that's why they're behind on the reading because they're not actually reading everything properly because their brain is going off, working stuff out, even though it doesn't need to work out. It just does it without you even realising. Um, so that's what that, that supposedly does, according to this professor, which I found very interesting because you probably can guess my brain seems to do <laughs> do that. So um, so I would... And Spielberg uh, has it, apparently, and he said uh, it's a gift, and I, I would agree with him, Um in a way, I, I certainly wouldn't say it's a hindrance. You know, yes, I, I struggle to spell still, but um, but the, the many other things that I'm good at, and I'm not saying I'm big at it, but I'm just saying I, there is things I'm better at than reading and, and writing. Um, I think I excel far better than I would have if I didn't have dyslexia, if I even got it. Okay, sorry about that. Waffled on there. Um... Boogie, hit us with some alien facts. Um, uh, okay, little greys have got little suckers on their fingers, which is interesting. Little greys, and when I say little greys, these are the Orion greys, the half-android ones. Um, they leave a substance uh, on, for example, if they touched a wall, they would leave a substance on the wall <laughs> that under a certain type of light, I'm not sure if it's black light or ultraviolet light, um, you can actually see their their handprint. Um, now, I think the Zetas also have the same type of um, stuff, but it glows in a different colour. So, for example, um, Betty and Barney Hill, Betty's coat had these this stuff over it um, where she probably brushed up against one of the greys. Now, whether or not that was to do with their suit, because the little greys have suits, uh, both lots, um, and these suits are almost almost like skin, um, and they're very, very hard. They, the, the descriptions was they tried to cut them off of a dead body you know, when they had the military had them. And they had to use diamond-tipped uh, saws. They, they just literally couldn't cut this thing off. So originally, they thought it was skin. And they th- were thinking, wow, this is so hard. So how that suit wraps around them um, is phenomenal because there was no seams or anything. Um, so, yeah, so they're quite cool facts about little aliens. Um, there was another one. Um, there's a a story of a guy that bought a house and up in the loft, this is in the States, up in the loft, um, there was a suitcase full of knickknacks and crap and photographs. And this guy was going through the photographs and he could see that this person that owned the house or certainly whose photographs they were, was a military person. So he's looking through all these black and white photographs of military people, aeroplanes, da-da-da. Two of the photos had aliens in them, dead aliens. Um, so that is um, now he. Uh, now 
I'm trying to remember what happened to him because he, he came on to Coast to Coast and was telling that story. Um, he, um, I'm trying to remember, sorry, it's been a while ago. I don't know how many years back. I think he, um, if I remember, not, not mistaken, I think he um, hid them because he knew what he had um, in the house but then went round telling people that he's got these pictures of these aliens. Um, a year or two later, his house got burgled and those pictures were taken. Um, of course, George, I think it was George Norrie that was interviewing him, said, tell me you made copies of them. He said, no, he said, I didn't, didn't think of making copies. He said, I thought they were safe. Um, so in other words, someone ended up hearing that he had you know, obviously, if this is a true story, but um, that he had these pictures and they went looking for him and found them in his house. Probably took sniffer dogs, maybe, or something in his house while he was out. But, uh, yeah, so that's, I find, an interesting story as well. Uh, Winnie's had to go for dinner, um, but thank you, Winnie. I know you're not here, but thank you anyway. Um, the Pegasus wrote, the KLF believe that time, specifically 3 a.m., was eternal. Um, yeah, well, I mean, my, my, most abductions are done between 3 and 4 in the morning, more 3 than 4, so there's obviously a reason that they're doing it at, at that sort of time. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know why they do it at that time. Uh, probably is everyone asleep more at 3 o'clock than they are at 2 o'clock, I don't know. Um, Pegasus wrote, check your question box. I will, once I've got off this live chat. I'm guessing you sent me details uh, about possibly the, the our true history uh, card game, maybe. Um, Lewis has wrote, can you ever get Linda Moulton Howe on this live? Uh, never thought of doing it. Um, she is extremely busy. She does reply to emails very quickly surprisingly um you know so if i instead of ringing or or you know trying to contact her um she will reply um you know within an hour of generally whenever i've sent a message um i don't know whether it's just because it's me or because she's always there for people but um i always seem to get a reply very quickly um but um i don't know i've not not thought of it but she's got her own earth files where she charges people to join. So for her to come on here free of charge, I'm not saying she's a money grabbing person. I'm not saying that at all, but if I was her, um, and I've got my own channel and I do my own things and you know, the, the discovery channel wants her for programs and everything else. Um, I probably wouldn't go and join someone's live. Um, you know, she does her coast to coast and stuff, which gets millions of millions of people listening to it. So to come on to my live, um, you know, as, as sad as it sounds, would be a step down for her. Um, that's just my take on it. I mean, I, I kind of wouldn't want to ask her because it is a step down for us. Hey, look, you know, I've got 180,000 followers. Um, I know you, you know, I know we've spoken and everything, but you want to sit and do a live with me? She'd be like, mm, no, thanks. I can't imagine her saying, yeah, um, 
spending their time doing that. Um, but you can send her messages if you, you know, um, I mean, that's how I first got in contact with her. You know, I sent her a message and she replied. So um, she does reply to him. Uh, I think it's um, off the top of my head. It's uh, uh, earthfiles at earthfiles.com, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, I can't look now because I'm on the phone, but um but yeah so if you've got a but uh yeah don't bug i mean she's i class as, as the best of the best so um you know i'd hate people just go and bug her about a stupid little question that they've got you know um i felt bad when i first sent her the first message uh, i didn't know whether she was going to think i was stupid or not but obviously she didn't and uh but yeah sorry i know i'm waffling on but uh the pegasus has wrote the scientology so Old Hubbard, and I'm not on about the old nursery rhyme, old Miss Hubbard, um, he, I th- right, so he has the basis of the Anunnaki. So forget all the weird crap, that, just go back to the very basics that an alien race came here. So he had that right. So he was clued up whether or not he was reading other people's work, whether or not he researched himself, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know enough about him to know how he got the information but he was right in terms of um the basics but what i think happened and i think this happens to a lot of people including dolores cannon and bashar and alien soul 28 or um whatever other name is, the Russian one, whatever her name is. I think what happens with these people is where they don't know the answers, and same as Scientology, where they don't know the answers, they make up stuff. So, of course, he had the basis, which was fine, great, well done. But where he, you know, obviously over time, more and more information has come out, people's managed to translate a lot more. So if he was alive today, we probably wouldn't need to make up crap. But I think he did, and obviously... You know, he he was trying to get people to join and follow him. So, you know, if you've only got, hey, aliens came here and, you know, created man, for example, then they'll say, people will do exactly what you guys are doing with me. Well, hang on a minute. Why did they do this? Well, people will ask him all these questions and he's got to pretend that he knows what he's talking about because clearly he's trying to get people to follow him. So where he didn't know the answers, I think he made up embellished um answers to fit so that he could then reply back to these people that are now following him thinking that he's wonderful and he gives them an answer that they can't check out and they're probably not going to check it out chances are um so he's you know home dry he can make up same as these dolores cannon where she's got a lot right spot on lows brilliant i used to listen to her um but then there's the odd times where she doesn't know the answers to things and she just throws in something that, that doesn't make sense or you know later on we found to be incorrect so yeah that's what i think scientology was and i think as he as he grew with popularity same as any cult uh leader you will want to continue to you know show your dominance either in intelligence or power in his case intelligence um so yeah that's what i my take on it uh just scrolling down uh the pegasus wrote bill burr is a scientologist 
Bill Burr. I don't know who Bill Burr is. I know Bill Bynes. Um, I talked to Bill Bynes. Um, or William, is his full name is. Um, he's the guy on... So I don't know if it's the same person you're referring to. He's the guy that you'll see an elderly gentleman now um, with glasses, baldish head um, on, you know, ancient aliens and things like that. Um, he normally does the ancient aliens via a um, sort of a Zoom type reply to things as opposed to being in their studio. Um, his son actually um, is the one that ended up doing things like, um, forgive me if I get it slightly wrong, uh, Curse of Skinwalker Ranch and uh, Curse of Oak Island and In Search of Aliens and stuff. His son's a producer. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I first didn't, I've never met him personally, but the first time I spoke to Bill Bynes, he used to run a, a magazine actually in the States called UFO Magazine, believe it or not. Um, and back in 2008, I think it was 2008, two, uh, yeah, probably two, probably 2007. Sorry, I'm just trying. Um, I contacted him via email, um, and asked him something important, uh, to do with his magazine. And, you know, it's to do with, I was shooting a film at the time and, uh, uh, I needed his permission for something that he'd done in that magazine so um yeah so that's bill Bynes, uh and that's how i got chatting to him um calamities this got real funny i don't know what i was that's, i think there's probably those other people above uh, lulu's wrote that's adhd dyslexia you can see numbers backwards and out of order um uh, is it? I, I'm sure that's what the woman said. Um, okay, I mean, I'll, I'll take your word for it, but I just, I might have obviously got it wrong then. But, um, uh, Zeppa's wrote Bigfoot are backup bodies in case of a nuclear war. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, Lulu's wrote and letters. Num um, dyslexia, you see numbers out of order and backwards and letters. Yeah, that's yeah. It was that was the woman, but she was saying like when you was reading something, you would read it. Yes, I, I understand the backwards part of that that I knew before I'd watched the video. But she was explaining how your brain works. So while you're looking at the letters, um, your brain is is doing other things. So you're not even registering the order of the letters is, is what she was trying to get at, I guess. Um, so as you read something, your brain starts, that's why I was, it was an analogy that she was pointing out, you know, using the ABC, but if you read in something, you would go, ah, right. Okay. And you'd stop on a word and you'd, even though you don't technically stop on a word, your brain's going through a process that doesn't actually then compute the next word because your brain is actually active doing something else. Um, so that's, I think, what she was trying to say. She probably said it a lot better than I've just said it. Um, it was a while back that I looked into that. Calamities wrote, I have used my dyslexia to my advantage. Um, well done. Uh, and then you wrote, Betty's stress 
had blue on it from being touched by a grey, I think. Yes. Well done. Yeah, so, yeah, she did. Um, she had, uh, like I say, there's different colours. Um, now, whether or not that's different colours because it's different lights that they put on it, but, yeah, that was. I remember them being different colours. Um, so, well done, Calamity. You've obviously done your homework. Zep has wrote, Anunnaki or Anak are Yawa's biblical biological children with intermingled human DNA. Um, okay, so, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to get my head around that one. So you're saying that the Anunnaki are the Yawas, which is God, another name for a God, um, biological children... So the the right okay. So you're saying that the Anunnaki's are the biological children of Yawas, of gods, that intermingled with human DNA. So I mean, you're in my opinion, you're partly right. Um, the Yawa is is um, either Enki or Enlil. I can't remember which one, which way around it is. Um, so I think I don't think there's an Almighty Yawa Yawa or however you pronounce it. Um, so, sorry, I was just getting a picture there. Um, but, yeah, they did um, manipulate Neanderthal, and then they bred with the humans that they did end up creating. Uh, Salvatore, any idea where those planes that are leaving chemtrails come from? Your thoughts on them? Um, yeah, definitely military bases, I would have said. Um I can't imagine them leaving from a, a you know a domestic airport. So, um, yeah, they're they're, they're up to no good, aren't they? Um, otherwise, they would have told us what they're doing. So, I yeah, just military is all I could really answer. I don't, I've not looked into where you know people have followed the planes back to where they come from, but chances are it's a military place. Uh, Calamity's wrote, Betty and Barney Hill, her dress was torn and had pink on it, I believe, left by aliens. Yeah, I can't remember the exact colours, but, um, yeah, I think her dress was torn, if memory serves me. Um, yeah, it's a fascinating case, isn't it? It's the first one that actually hit the headlines of... Um, and it was a, over a period of time. Luckily, they she was smart enough. They were smart enough to get hypnotised, which was really good uh, and helped us a lot understand a lot quicker. Um, Zephyrs wrote, "Good chemtrails or bad ones? Bad. If they're good, they would say, hey, look, we're we're doing this because X, Y, and Z. You know, it's it will help you harvest or it help you breathe or it will help you whatever. Just like they pretended fluoride was good for you." Um, but they're not even saying anything about these chemtrails. They're just like absolutely zero zilch. They're not saying, oh, we're doing this because. So when they're not telling us, it's not good for us. Um, doing something clandestine right in front of us is a bad thing. Uh, Chewie's wrote, do you think it would be possible that aliens have vacation time? Um, uh, it's a good question. Actually, go number two in the class for that one sec. I'm just having a sweet drink again. Oh, milkshake, the elixir of life. Um, uh, do I, um, uh, 
Okay, right. So the little, the the Orion ones, which are half Android, probably know because they're they're bred. When I say bred, they're created to to, to work. Zetas, um, yeah, I can imagine them having having time away. Yeah, um, they haven't said it, but I can imagine them having it. Uh, uh, people were talking about chemtrails. The Pegasus has wrote the next... Uh, sorry, because I didn't... Um, Pegasus is talking about chemtrails. Uh, then he says, uh, the reason why I said Scientology is because you said you would... You have what Tom Cruise had and Bill Burr. Oh, right, okay. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, right, I see what you're saying. You, you thought... The, <laughs> yeah. No, it's the dyslexia I was looking for the name for, but yeah, so yeah, sorry. <laughs> Went off on a tangent there. Um, uh, Peach just wrote off. Uh, I'm off, Sensei. Have a good week. Great weekend. Thank you, Peach. Take care, mate. Um, all right, I think I'm almost kept caught up now with messages. So, um, Calamities wrote, just imagine how much they are not telling us. Uh, yeah, wow, yeah. Um, yeah, just the little things that I hear, you know, and these are just because I, I constantly, normally constantly listen out for any kind of information I can get on these subjects. So, yeah, there's a whole world out there that we, we have no idea about what they're doing. I mean, just the, I think there's seven levels in Area 51, and each one does something different. Um, forgive me if I get them around the wrong way, but one of them's cloning, one of them's... Um, uh, ESP, one of them's, you know, the, the loads of different things. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm tired now, but um, yeah. So if they're doing all of that, then um, yeah, what else are they doing? Uh, Zep has wrote. By the way, my Bigfoot backup bud body comment: their bodies are immune to radiation. Um, That's interesting. I've not heard that before. Um, is there any way you can sort of let me know where you got that from? I don't. I'm not, not saying I don't disbelieve you, but obviously I, that's that would uh, be really interesting because obviously plants and uh, soil and all sorts of things die with radiation, but certain things don't, such as uh, cockroaches, supposedly. Um, so it'd be interesting to know, um, how that information came about. Cause obviously unless someone set up a nuke near them or someone told them or the alien crafts, which do seem to have some sort of radiation, uh, byproduct, you know, the anti-gravity ones. Um, so I'd be interested to know how that, how, how that would, how that information would be out there. Uh, the Pegasus, how far ahead is the military industrial complex versus the public? Well, back in the 80s, I heard people, you know, whistleblowers saying that they're 40 years ahead. That was in the 80s. Um, so, you know, it's probably exponential. Uh, they are probably so far ahead now, especially the fact that other alien races trade them tech then the military tweak that tech into something slightly different and then trade it back to the to the same alien race that, that traded it in the first place because now it's got a different 
does something slightly different. Clearly, we are, you know, um, so far ahead than we should have been in terms of everything. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I have heard people, you know, have whistleblowers, you know, throw out figures, but a lot now, I would say. Uh, uh, Zeppers wrote, there are three kinds of Bigfoots, but souls of animals. Um, uh, be interested to know where you get, you know, what kind of thoughts you've got for that. Um, uh, Zephyr's right. I received it through intergalactic message, so that's my method. Okay, that's interesting. Thank you. Um, uh, the three kinds of Bigfoots. Um, okay, um, Sorry, I'm just trying to think of anything that I've heard. Da, 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 da. Um, okay, that's interesting. Thank you for, for that. Um, Salvatore says, think we'll ever work together as humans to fight back against the military, whoever's doing this? No. <laughs> no. The, you know, let's imagine you're working for the military and you know what's going on. What do you do? You're not gonna sit there and and shoot your commanding officer um, because you're you know if you're wrong your paycheck stops and that's it and you probably end up court-martialed or whatever. But so it's only the people right next to the elites that would be able to do it, and those people are obviously being bought off, you know, and bribed and saying that you know you're going to be one of the people left on this planet. Um, if you stick with us, and so no, I think we're too sheepish to. No one in their right minds, unfortunately, even though they should, no one in their right minds is just going to go and say, right, <laughs> how many families? Right, here's a bang. You know, just take them out. They won't. They won't do it. Um, as much as that needs to happen, it, it just never. It's not going to happen. It's just the way we are. Um, I mean, just think about. Superman 2 for a moment. If anyone remembers Superman 2. Um, Zod realises that Superman cares for the humans. So he starts, you know, blowing up oil tankers and stuff and Superman decides in the end to fly away because he doesn't want humans to get hurt. So if you put that same analogy to the elites where they're Zod... um, you know, we all care, and that's the difference. We we care about each other. They don't. Um, so we're not going to go and try and hurt people that we think might be able to do us harm. We're too nice for that. We won't. We just, you know, what we need to be is like them. If we're like them, then they wouldn't be here anymore. If we was all like them, we would have took them out a long time ago. But we're not. We're we're unfortunately too nice. And that was Superman's downfall in that movie, I think. Uh, Calamities wrote, after having the quantum computer, we are so far ahead of ourselves, we cannot see the future. Oh, well, yeah. I I, I mean, Elon Musk, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird one. One minute he's talking about AI is going to be the problem for us, and the next thing he's saying is, hey, I made a chip. Who wants it in your head? So he's part of the problem. Um, but... As he says, you know, if it's not him, someone else will do it. But 
why do we need to do it? We're we're perfectly fine as we are in the big scheme of things. We're not. We don't need an upgrade. Yes, all right. We could open doors with it. We could pay checks with it. We could do all these wonderful things. But you know, the lazier we get. So I just keep thinking back to Wally, the film, where Wally ends up on the um, big spacecraft where all the humans are, and they're all fat and lazy. And they're all staring at screens. That's the way we're going to be. Um, unfortunately, I think that Wally was was spot on on that. Uh, Pegasus wrote they would be at least five hundred years. Um, is that the Bigfoots being their age? Um, Omar has wrote we are so behind in technology that it doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, technically, we are ahead of where we should have been. You know, so from the 40s, we, we gained so much technology that we sh- we shouldn't be where we are now. And a lot of that's from back engineering alien craft. But, yes, in terms of where the military is, we are so far behind, yeah. Um, the Pegasus wrote, and if they possess... Uh, tech. Oh, sorry. Five. Okay, sorry. Five hundred years was referring to the military. Yeah. Uh. It, and then Pegasus wrote, "If they possess tech five hundred years ahead, uh, why do they? Why do slow drivers still use the express lane?" Um. I can't answer that one. <laughs> um. D- Omar just wrote, there is a thousand years of tech that has been erased. Um, I mean, if you're referring to the Anunnaki tech, we never had that in the first place. They never really gave it to us. They gave the builders some tech to be able to build the buildings that they did, but that was it. They didn't... didn't one of their big no-nos, according to all the ancient texts, was us learning about spaceships... Um, that was something that absolutely didn't want to happen. Um, Omar has wrote information in the military are given on a need to know basis. That's correct. Um, same person. Humans are the most barbaric creatures in this realm. We are. I, I totally agree with you. Um, but I also would just add that the Anunnaki. Are as well. They're the same ones that had the same battles that we already we're going through now, already on their planet. So they're not uh, squeaky clean, and of course they are. We have part of their DNA in us, so that explains why we're a bit naughty as well. Um, Omar wrote, "What does extraterrestrial mean?" So extraterrestrial is not. So we're terrestrial. So terrestrial is um, us on the planet. So if if you was born on another planet, that would be your terrestrial planet. So we're terrestrial. So anything that's extraterrestrial means it's outside of our um, planet where where we live. So it comes from somewhere else. Now, some people call them extra-dimensional or extraterrestrial. Um, Take your pick. My guess is there's probably both. Um, I still don't get why people say only... There's people out there that actually say, no, all aliens are interdimensional. And I'm like, but we kind of know where they come from. They, you know, Betty Betty Hill had the star map from the Zetas, which eventually um, got translated into, once we 
had a powerful enough telescope to see that it was from the Zeta reticular star system. So, you know, we we kind of know where they come from. The Dracos come from the Dracona star system, not not an interdimensional. So, I don't know why people say interdimensional when we've got zero proof of interdimensionality, if that's a word. Uh, but we do have proof of other planets. So I don't know why people just literally poo-poo the idea that they're from our galaxy and just literally say, no, dimensional. I don't get why people do that, but there's a lot of things I don't get with people. Um, Salvatore wrote, do the Anunnaki have different races or different types of Anunnaki uh, within them, like us? Good question. Of course, it's a good question. Um, uh, there is, unfortunately, there's nothing to say. Um, I'm just, I'm just rattling my brains trying to think if there's any clue that I can come up with that would hint at a different race type on their own planet. Um, there is nothing that they've said that, that gives the impression there's a different type of race like we have. Um, we only have that because of, obviously, um, we've got scientific proof that Neanderthals bred with humans and humans bred with Neanderthals and, and Homo erectus, and we bred with everything and everything bred with everything else, wherever we was, depending what place, and that's why we get different... Um, looking people in different locations. Um, uh, bronze is right. Werewolves do they exist? Well, the, the closest to a werewolf would be a skinwalker, which is a shape-shifting creature that the native Indians used to talk about. Um, and they possibly come through a different... Uh, Val of Mist or Mr. Val, however you want to pr pronounce it. Um, so they're here on Earth, but they're not here. They're in. They're just the other side of a Val. Um, so, but the problem with the Skinwalkers um, is no one's ever caught a video of them or anything at all like that. So we're all just basically going off of old testimonies. Which is fine, um, but obviously, you know, with Bigfoot, we've got pictures, sounds, and all sorts of things, whereas Skinwalkers, we don't really have anything whatsoever. Um, so a shape-shifting werewolf that would turn from a human to a, uh, a, we a werewolf, again, we've got zero proof of it. There's stories out there, yes, uh, but there's also stories of half-man, half-bull, half man, half horse. Um, but those we can kind of back up because we've got carvings of them, stone statues of them. We've got writing of them and we've got the writing telling you who made them, those creatures. But a werewolf, unfortunately, we haven't got anything to say where it comes from, who's seen it. Um, just not enough to go on to say whether or not it's real. So I would probably err on the side that it's that they're not real but it makes a good story on that one um omar has wrote since there's no such thing as race maybe he's referring to color yeah um i mean they could have different colored skin i i don't that they, they just 
the the problem is the there's a few descriptions of the Anunnaki as pow, and when I say pow, doesn't mean pure white. It means pow compared to black. I'm guessing. Um, uh, but you got to remember they called the first uh, Adam red as <coughs> excuse me red as uh, the clay. Now we might call a brown person brown uh as the clay so that you know so some of sometimes it might be in the description as well of the translations but you know they they was the first adam red or was he brown in africa um my guess is probably more brown than red although the translation says red as the clay so um the only, you know, the records that we've got of the Anunnaki were pow-skinned. Again, that doesn't necessarily mean they were pure white. It just it says pow-skinned, blue eyes, um, and white beard and hair, which is where we get our, you know, uh, Michelangelo picture of God touching Jesus' hand. If you notice the size difference between God and human, you start thinking, hang on a minute, as an Anunnaki, the white beard, the pow skin the size difference between little man and and so then you realize okay that's actually an anarchy so but again going back to the color um it they don't say that there's not other colors on their planet and again this is you know could they only be talking about in terms of color could they only be talking about Enlil Enki in other words the offspring of King Anu as pal because they're the one that was writing the 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 information in the first place now the aegi or the other anarchies could have been different colors possibly but i can only go by what they wrote so unfortunately didn't specifically say every single person on their planet is pal skin it was just pal skin so enlil and enki both were fathered uh you know had their father as as anu so if he was pal then all their lineage thereafter, because they were marrying their sisters and all this kind of stuff, were probably pow, which would explain why that whole lineage was pow, including more than likely uh, Adipa, which was the at first Adam. When I say first Adam, the first Adam from a proper biological relationship with a human woman, not the not the genetically made up one from Neanderthal. Um, uh, two hundred thousand years before that. So yeah, so it's a good question. Um, so I don't, I can't answer that. I can only go by by the original texts. Right, I seem to have caught up on questions. So um, now's a perfect time to throw the advert out there. So outruehistory.co.uk has seven hundred fifty odd videos. If anyone's new, please watch them from video one onwards, or you can watch them on TikTok from video one onwards. It makes everything's done in a chronological order, so you can actually follow the story of everything that happens as opposed to just diving in and picking one out and, and not making sense. But also on the website, there is podcasts and uh, there's a card game called Outro History, which has now just come up today for Sal, uh, which was designed by me, hopefully. You don't moan at uh, you know the uh, the spelling. I'm joking, but no. Hopefully, it's uh, something that might tickle your fancy. It's, I have played it with my families, 
Um, and we have had good fun, and um, I have lost each time, but that doesn't mean it's not a good game. It just means I'm not very good at it. Um, but uh, my daughter won the first time, um, and then we all, because the beauty of the game is you can attack who you want to attack when it's your turn to attack. Um, so the second game we played with it, uh, we all attacked my daughter to stop her from winning the second time. So, uh, yeah, it's quite vicious like that, but it's fun. Um, uh, Pegasus has asked, how much does your game cost? So thank you for asking, Pegasus. Um, it's thirteen ninety nine in pounds. However, if you buy on the website and you type in um, on the coupon page when you go view um, view cart, type in the word aliens and then apply that aliens apply that and you'll get it for eleven ninety nine. Um so yeah so it's not too dear um obviously they're all professionally printed and everything it's not me with a pair of scissors cutting out paper and stuff it's all properly done um so yeah so it's uh so you know hopefully you'll enjoy it if you if anyone ever gets it um the Pegasus is wrote thirteen pounds or five six point five kilograms. Uh, not sure what that's referring to. Um, sorry, sorry, Pegasus. I'm not sure what that's referring to. If it's the, the uh, if it's the weight of the product on my website, then I need to relook at that because I didn't think I put anything in there for the weight. But um, no, it doesn't weigh that much. It's just a little pack of cards. Um, Salvatore's wrote, thank you so much for today. Always appreciate every subject here. Ah, thank you, Salvatore. And as you know, I love your questions, but, um, you do annoy me. You should be out there. You should be doing your own lives. You clearly has, have a brain for asking these sort of questions, um, and trying to work out the answers. I, I don't know what you're doing in your full time, you know, full life, but, with that kind of brain, you should be uh, um, hopefully doing something creative and, and intelligent, hopefully. So, um, yeah, brilliant. Uh, Calamity's wrote, I did not just join the live. I've been here all along. I have sticky fingers now. No worries. Um, thank you for joining earlier on then. Um, yeah, no, I mean, we've got a good, good bunch here, haven't we? Um uh, sorry, uh, Pegasus wrote the cost of your game thirteen pounds. No, sorry, pounds as in um, G- G- GBP, Great British Pound. So it's the the price. So if it was in euros, it would be uh, I don't know what the euro translation is, but it, uh, if it probably probably another euro on top of um, thirteen, I would imagine. I think the euros probably give or take a pound you know or a euro more but again if you type in uh aliens you get a discount but um you know regulars if if you want to send me a message i'll send you one free of charge not a problem um so yeah sideways throat the pound sign not pounds yeah so yeah i i didn't even think that of that um when i said pounds i was just assuming everyone knew um that was my my bad uh thank you sideways for helping there with the currency uh pick a sister ha 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 good 
Oh God, I listening to you, I get flustered. No, <laughs> no worries. No, uh, thank you. So yeah, if you do want, um, you know, the regulars, if you want to send me a message, I'll send you the board game. Uh, I'm in Sydney, Australia. Um, uh, yeah, um, no problem, uh, Pegasus, if you want me to send you a copy. Uh, not copy, I deal, normally deal with films, so when I say copies of things, it's normally film-related. Um, and then uh, Sideways says, got your boss. Thank you, yeah, you you backed me up there and uh, answered the question for the guy. Thank you. Uh, the Pegasus, how do I get it? Uh, you, yeah, you, I follow you already, so just send me a private message, if you can, on here. Um uh you know you know how you send private messages just send me one and just say uh yo here's my address or whatever address you want to give me work address or whatever um can you stick it in the post for me there is a bank holiday here so you know i might not get it in the post until sometime next week so anyone please forgive me for that because i don't know where i am over the weekend uh Pegasus wrote through your website. If you want to buy it, um it's it's through my website. That would be the best place to buy it. Uh but if you want me to send it to you free of charge, just send me a message and uh um yeah, the website accepts PayPal and all that. You know, you, you, even if you don't use PayPal, even if you've got a card, you can do it through PayPal but as a guest checkout with a um with a card. So it's all safe. It's not, you know, it's not me waiting to grab people's money it's that's not that's the last thing i'd ever do um so it's a proper paypal site that goes through to paypal um the pegasus wrote ps sent you one about my sleep paralysis experience yes i think you mentioned earlier yeah i look forward to reading that properly um so that would be cool um okay so uh again i've caught up with the messages uh anyone that's just joined if anyone's interested in my videos go to the beginning videos watch them from one onwards on tiktok or visit my website outrohistory.co.uk where all the videos are in order and in fact they're in sets of five and fifty so it's a nice easy way people have actually watched wait for it have actually said that they've watched all my videos all 700 odd and then they're going to start again and watch them again from the beginning i was like oh wow sad <laughs> no it's nice but sad <laughs> um so that's great so uh yeah so anyone that's interested in these kind of subjects uh feel free to watch uh pegasus has wrote is there any way to find out what the smithsonian have um uh so the you probably watched um night at the museum part three where they went to the smithsonian they do have a basement and they do have things locked away. Um, now, they also have another building, from what I've heard, that's um, ultra secure, more secure than the um, Smithsonian. Um, and it's not obviously not open to the public. And they've got the stuff that's not in the Smithsonian in this um, ultra secure, I, I, I guess we call it a warehouse, Um now that is where all the good stuff is that they don't have down in the bottom basement of the Smithsonian Institute or the museum, should I say? Um, so yes, they they have stuff that, but what's there? Now the, the the thing is when you when you break down the Smithsonian 
and who runs it pretty much who runs it you can just google back um so the name rockefeller pops up now when you follow the rockefeller trail you realize if you watch my videos you'll even see that they tried to buy and create uh, a museum in 1925 in egypt but the egyptian government said no because that means um whatever is found you will have before the egyptians will have it even though it's in the museum will be in egypt it will be run by the american people uh you know the people that the rockefellers appoint in, in other words if there's any alien artifacts the rockefellers will snap that away before it even gets shown so the they then ended up setting up one um called the jerusalem museum the rockefellers and what happens is when someone a um archaeologist finds now normally these archaeologists are already working for universities that are out there and the universities are already funded by the rockefellers so Whatever happens, bottom line is if they find something of any significance that looked like it's not um, of this world uh, for any reason whatsoever, it never gets put in because they pretty much pay uh, whatever it costs to get that artifact. So if it's already opened, you know, found by one of their... Um, university students when i say student university professors or whoever that they're already funding it goes back to the rockefellers no matter what but if it's someone else that's not funded by that didn't go through one of those universities then the rockefeller they obviously then try and sell it to museums and of course if the if the rockefellers offer the highest bid which chances are they probably will that artifact will again never be seen so unfortunately we're never going to see um what they actually really have uh sorry just scrolling down uh oh martyrs wrote in middle english black could mean either power or dark um okay that's interesting i mean the the, the problem we've got is we've got multiverse of uh colors on this on this you know in in human form black brown sort of light brown and dark brown and stuff like that um now we've also got white so this is what i was trying to explain to people so when neanderthals i think everyone including scientists agree neanderthals were dark-skinned so if you have the anarchy which would, if you say they're dark, were dark, and Neanderthals, then where did the white people come from? So that's why I still go with the their pal, um, because when they genetically created uh, the first Adam, the first one over in Africa, the description was he was red, and the clay and then when they created the second one which was a female they said their hair was like sand and her skin was like theirs so you can't really have a sandy colored hair black person well i've never seen one so the logic 
would say that's where we get the power from and that's where we get the black from. Because um, if you had two lots of black, then the chances of having white people um, is pretty slim, uh, in my opinion. So, yeah. Um, Omart has wrote, but they have already stole 99% of the African artifacts in London. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Omar's wrote, but they don't didn't they don't pay for the people or the culture. Um, back in the day, they did. Um, the Egyptians um, archaeologists that were there um, literally sold it to the highest bidder. Um, sometimes it was a British museum, which is also called the Rockefeller Museum. Um, so, so each country was sending out their their own archaeologists as well as independent archaeologists trying to do their thing, uh, trying to, you know, and then, then you had the scavengers that would go there that would uh, find artifacts and just sell them to the highest bidder, regardless whether it's a university or a museum or anything. So you had rich people sending out people or sending the word out, hey, I'm looking for an artifact. Can you get me one? And then these... Tomb Raider type people go out and steal the artifacts uh, before anyone even knows about them. So yeah, unfortunately, we've lost a lot of our history from that sort of thing. Um, the Pegasus wrote, "Do you reckon it was actually the Titanic that sank, or was it the sister ship, the Olympic?" Um, I think it would have been the Titanic. Um, in my opinion, um, I, I, I. The, the logic in saying uh, the unsinkable ship was sunk in the following day's newspaper would be stupid if it was the other ship. They, you know, just from my point of view, you know, I would say if it was the other ship, I would actually say it was the other ship. There's no point in saying it's not. But to have your flagship sink and... Or, or the other ship sink and then blame it on, you know, pretend it's the your flagship, that would be the most stupidest thing to do, in my opinion. Um, you know, if they were just two different ships and then one wasn't the flagship, and I mean, it was a flagship, it was the best of the best, and da da da. Um, but so, no, so I, I, there's no logical reason for them to have lied and pretended it was the Titanic when it was a different ship. There's, it just makes, it would be better to have done it around the other way instead of pretending it was a Titanic. Um, that's just my take on it. Uh, Omar's wrote, but when talking about colour, white has all spectrum of colour, but black has the absence of colour. I mean, I know you sort of, I guess that's semantics, but um, I can only go by the logic in, if people say that, and I do hear black people a lot on my posts saying, you know, um, that, sorry, 10% just popped up, that, that um, if black people had black, you know, was with black people, then their children would be black. So where does the white come into it? Where, you know, there's, I'm, I identify as white. Um, so where does that come into it? Who, 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 how did that happen then if, if everything was dark skinned? 
Hello, Clark. Hi there. Is your phone died? Yeah. All right, give me two oh. secs. Oh. Hang on, just wait. One sec. One I sec. feel something. What? Oh, all right, hang on. Give me one sec. Oh. Um. So I'm probably going to have to shoot now, everybody, because my little boy's just walked in and he's got his socks. This is something I'm wet on his sock. Um. So I will have to catch everyone later. Um. But catch thank you. Later. Yeah. Thank you, Clark. So, but thank you, everyone, for joining, and hopefully, I will all talk to you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Bye. Say goodbye, Clark. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.